forever. Dog! We're going to go live when now? Because look, I just want to say the people in the Best Show audience are stupid. And if I have to put on the fake airs that I like that. What? Oh, no. It's like a face in the crowd. Lonesome roads all over again. Yikes. No, I love everybody in the Best Show audience. You know I love you. You know I love you. You're my favorite people on earth you are my family my real family that ain't my family it's best show people that's my family and i would like to borrow some money from my family no i'm kidding welcome to a fun episode of the best show we got a good one for you today we're gonna do a lot of things tonight a lot of things a lot of moving parts on this one we've got Guests are going to call up. We got a great new segment called Dudio Foodio, where our own Jason Dudio Gore reviews new food. He used to do it on, um, we'll talk about it more. He used to do it on Drew Barrymore. We'll talk about it more as we get closer. We are going to participate tonight. I will compete. In the second version, the second episode of the Suck Olympics. That's coming up later. I want to put a topic on the table. Oh, look, tonight, talk about whatever you want. But I want to hear anybody who can talk to me about the rabbit holes you've gone down. Rabbit holes! That's the topic. Everybody, oh, I went down a rabbit hole and I started watching the rabbit hole. Rabbit holes. We'll talk about rabbit holes. The phone number, 201-989-0012. You want to get in on the action, be a part of the show. That's where you do it. Everybody, it's the best show. I love you. I was pretending when I said you're all stupid. There's only 11 of you that are stupid. And man, those 11 are so stupid. But it's probably not you. It's probably not you. It might be you. Play the theme! Ah, oh, yeah, it's the 
Special. How's everybody doing tonight here on a beautiful Tuesday evening in the month of April 2023? Still looking for that opening thing I can say to kick the show off. Should it be like, hello, hello, best show? What do you think about something like that? Hello, best show? What do you think? Andrew, what do you think of that? That works. It works. Andrew likes that. I think it works. Hello, best show. I don't know about that one. I'm not feeling it. We could workshop it. Over time. What do you think I'm doing right now? True. You're already workshopping. Look, you're in the workshop. You're wearing an apron. You're in the workshop with me. Best show nation. I don't know. That sounds a little. uh... Oh, I like that. Best show radio. Best show. Hey, how are you? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the best show. Tonight is going to be a fun one. The number 201-989-0012 if you want to get in on the action. And we just heard music from an amazing band. Belter space. Belter space. For some of you people don't know, I'm going to pronounce it clearly. Belter space. They're from New Zealand. Legendary New Zealand flying nun band. I got news for you. They're back. Belter space. We just what did we hear? We just heard uh, splat from the Whammo album. Reissued recently, a couple years ago. They're back. And they will be playing in Los Angeles. This Saturday, April 22nd at Zebulon in Los Angeles. Great place to see a show. The people there, they like the best show. They like the best show of Zebulon. You know how much they like it? They didn't even charge me when I had to use the 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 washroom. Free. Guy told me, yeah, this one's free. Next one you got to pay. Classy. They're classy over there at Zebulon. But yeah, Belter Space are going to play at Zebulon this Saturday. Don't miss it. This is a legendary band. They got roots to the Gordons, another amazing Flying Nun band. Belter Space. Do not miss it. 201-989-0012. That's the number to get in on the action. We are talking about whatever you want to talk about, but more specifically, we're talking about rabbit holes and the rabbit holes you go down. Think about those rabbit holes you go down in life, huh? Just think about them. Think about those rabbit holes. I want to talk to you about the rabbit holes you've gone down. 
How did you get into the rabbit hole? What kicked it off? How deep did you go? Did you start buying stuff online based on the rabbit hole you went down? And people are saying, oh, I like your shirt, Tom. This is a shirt. It's a Soft Machine Volume 2 shirt modeled after the um, the Black Sabbath album Volume 4. Someone sent this to me. A listener, I'm assuming, sent this to me. I don't think there's just somebody in my neighborhood admiring my musical taste would mail me something. You can always send me stuff, everybody. Always send me stuff. I like getting stuff in the mail. Books, records. Shirts, hats, everything. Maybe not so much with hats. I'm not much of a hat person. I'm not sure who sent this to me. It just showed up. There was no card. It was just from a business, which was uh, FSG. It's a t-shirt line. Feels so good, I believe, is what it stands for. So I appreciate the shirt. Do I have AP Mike? Is AP Mike here tonight? I'm here, Tom. Oh, one How are second. You? One second. He's on. I'm good. I'm good. I'm here, Tom. How are you? As prompt as can be. You set your bleeping watch to this guy. <laughs> as fast as he's moving. Now the other two horsemen are on. They're wondering if they talk next. It could be like a football, like the like a like a jump when they when they they offsides. Is Pat here? Yep. Oh, look at that! One second, not offsides. You punch that one into the freaking end zone with Pat, the red zone, right? I'm all in, baby. He's all in. You hear that? Confident. Mike's on point, snippy snappy. Pat's a little laid back, hitting that. Jason, are you here? Hey, Tom. Oh, I hope. Look at that. Fast. I, How fast is this? I hope you're having the night of your life, Tom. I. He hopes I'm having the night of his life. Your life. Of my life. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Um, how are we all doing? Doing good. Doing great. We did a very funny horseman yesterday. We that did. Is, we recorded yeah. an episode of the breakout hit show, The Four Horsemen, the best show, Four Horsemen edition. We did over, and this will be available on the Patreon this Sunday, I believe. And That's it's correct. Me and Jason and Pat and Mike taking calls, talking. This episode. We talk about <laughs> Mike's already laughing. Mike's already laughing. He's already laughing. I, I knew he say, would. I knew he would. Funniest was one of the funniest. It might be the funniest episode we've ever done. I think so. It was so funny. Public bathrooms, and I'm just going to say this: we get the story on public bathrooms. We talk. There's one point where this traveling salesman calls and explains. <laughs> I'm going to put this question out here. Nobody spoil it. What business 
did this traveling salesman go into and make a purchase, a transaction, so that he could have access to the business's bathroom? Wait on this one. It was pretty mind-blowing. It's pretty mind-blowing. Truly. It was also very educational. I, I don't think we've ever done a horseman where I learned so much. Yeah. <laughs> too much at times. Probably. You learned uh-huh. too much, Mike? Well, I, I think I may have divulged too much. You might have divulged <laughs> too much. I'm just going to say this. Yeah, yeah. Not spoiling anything. You'll never look at a bus schedule the same <laughs> way again. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God. Uh-huh. No, it really was fun. to, Because we don't trade in the, the toilet talk, generally. But mm-hmm. this time... It was it, it veered into it pretty quickly, but in a respectful, fun way. Not a not a gross. It's not a yeah. gross episode. You could listen to this episode a uh, Easter dinner you could have with this one playing in the background. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> toilet talk you'll ever hear. That's Mike. There you go. Yeah. It is the best toilet talk you're ever gonna hear. Put it on the poster. And I'm telling you that the poster, what poster? Well, right? we're selling, we're going to sell posters <laughs> for this one, right? You, you lay out the money for those posters. Okay. By all means, you start, you, you write the first check on those posters. Okay. Let me get my checkbook okay, out here. Yeah. Best checkbook. Yeah, $2,400 for posters. Okay. Um, boy, these posters are a little pricey, but to be fair, they do uh, say the best toilet talk you've ever heard on them. Um, Pat was very skeptical on this episode. There were a couple of times where Pat said things to the effect that I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. He left once. <laughs> Pat thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I left. Um, I mean, I, I still am not trying to think about some of the things Mike said that might that, that might have that might have to do with what you uh, alluded to a second yeah. ago, Tom. Yeah, but have we, have I, we ever used a warning before, a show? Disclaimer. Yeah, maybe we need. I one think we might have to add that. No, I don't think so. I don't think any warning is needed on this one. I want this one out. <laughs> I want everyone hearing this one. Uh-huh. I want them playing this one in nursery schools and in <laughs> church church uh, fish fries and all the everything. You got a fish fry? You play this episode at it. Everybody, <laughs> quiet down. Quiet down. Just need the next one hour and 50 minutes of your attention, please. Everybody, don't make a sound for the next two hours. I want you to listen to every moment of... The best show for horsemen. Now, what's going on? Anybody, anybody, any of the three, you got anything uh, on the on the back burner, on the front burner? I, I got one for the topic. I went on a wormhole this weekend. A rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. Wormholes are a little different, Pat. <laughs> wormholes like you time traveled. Well, I would call it both. Look at this. Oh, Jesus. That. That's. See, that's the dance I've been looking for on this show. <laughs> it's a dance not with arms and legs, but a dance with words. 
And Pat right there was freaking Fred Astaire. He just danced. Jason had him boxed in. Well, a wormhole's actually more time travel. And Pat says it's actually both in this case. Michael Jackson never danced uh, when he did the moonwalk <laughs> as much as Pat just danced elegantly. What is the what is the rabbit hole and wormhole you went down, Pat? So I would call it both because it was both a journey to the past and my present. I went out on Friday. I left work early. I had a rough work week and a rough work day. And I was debating an online inquiry uh, where I could purchase a bass guitar. And I haven't played bass in like 10 years. Okay. Um, I, n- I don't play it by trade. I grew up playing the drums. If there was a bass guitar in my house, you know, someone left it behind, I would mess around with it, but I would, I didn't really know it. Uh, but I knew some, some parts and stuff. It was fun to always pick it up and play. And, um, this guy, Brian, who is a fan of the show, um, he was in a band called Nightbirds in New Jersey. Very great, very great band, kind of great band, surf, surf punk band, Jersey shore legends. Yeah. Uh, he was selling a Univox bass, really cool bass guitar, kind of like this is like an MC5 Stooges kind of bass. It's really, really cool. And I've always wanted one of those, especially. And he was selling it for a pretty reasonable price. And I was just like, you know what? Screw it. And I drove, I drove down the shore mm-hmm. and I, I bought it from him. I love this. And uh and he I went to his house and his house is cool. He's got a bunch of records there. He sells records. Uh, I didn't want to even go through the bins. I was like, I'm here for the bass. I bought here the, bass. the bass. Exactly. And you're all and then, about that bass. I was. I have been. You're I played like, it for like an hour before like, the show. You're a lot like Megan Trainer. Yeah. Um, One of my this was artists. my this this was my Megan Trainer day. I got my Gucci so I, man. I made you look. Look. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I went on a rabbit hole because I brought it home. Mm-hmm. I posted on Instagram. I got a bass. I said, what are your favorite uh, bass lines, everybody? People start responding. I couldn't even keep up. I'm still trying to catch up on the replies. I've never done like an open question like that where I would take five minutes, try to learn the song and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason put one in. I tried. Jason put a yes song in. Yeah, I asked him to play uh, roundabout. Yeah tried my best at that you did a good job uh that's all right it's, you know here's my rule five minutes of practice and then i i i record it and i upload it but maybe this it, is it occu- maybe this is your yeah. patreon show where you just maybe. uh do uh you do uh, <laughs> Play bass bass record. yeah oh god what if it's called i'm exhausted. all about that bass with pat burn <laughs> <laughs> with pat low end burn yes yeah, low man. end hey you're back i'm, up, back I'm, I'm low I'm, end here uh so you got a bass are you looking to get into a band now pat i don't know i'm 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 leaving the door wide open but this was just a fun weird weekend i certainly went into a rabbit hole with that instagram question and answer Mm -hmm. thing and uh but it was a little bit of a wormhole too because it was like i said it was it was a trip to my uh childhood basement and that, that was fun i love it i love it now mike Anything on your mind? Any rabbit holes you've gone down? Anything in the news driving you nuts? <laughs> Not really. I've been uh, preoccupied with other stuff, but uh, 
No, nothing. Uh, I love it. This guy. I'm Simone. I mean, I the rabbit holes for me have been inspired by Rubenesque. No, Get another plug in there. <laughs> Thank you. Rubenesque is the Rick Rubin show we do. Um, and I just bought. Rick Rubin just put a book out. I bought it yesterday. Oh, nice. For the show. Very cool. So I'm going to need $8 from each of you. Okay. I'll uh, <laughs> Venmo you right now. Uh, I have like, a copy. You have a copy of Rick Rubin's book. Yeah, I started reading it, and I kind of put it down and never picked it up what? again. <laughs> Mike, it looks so intriguing. It just doesn't <laughs> yeah. look like a series of stray thoughts in a I large I should have put font. it in the bathroom. I'm not a bathroom reader, but uh, I think that book... Belongs in the bathroom. Yeah, for different reasons. <laughs> it belongs to be put in the bathroom and never return. If you know what I mean? You flush it. You flush that book. I looked at that book. I was like, I'm obligated to buy this because of Rubenesque. But yikes, that's one where it's like, there's a lot of, lot of empty space on those pages. A lot of room in the margins. Sergio Aragonis would have a field day with this book. He'd be filling every little corner. The one yeah, crumb brother. Of... Imagine the one crumb brother if he got his hands on this Rick Rubin book. He'd fill that thing out with every inch. Would be a, a little uh, thing of a uh, uh, pirate. What was he obsessed with for... again? That's a room for personal notes. Personal, exactly. From thoughts, reactions to the writings of Mister Rick Rubin. Have you yeah. guys started listening to any of the episodes, uh, any of the records for episode six? No. So you Hell have no. you haven't gotten out your uh, <laughs> copy of uh, Chili Peppers Live Rare Remix Box, or maybe the Plasma no. Shaft. You didn't pull that out and dust it off uh-huh. from your personal collection. No, I didn't. Well, didn't get around to listening to the Plasma Shaft by uh, by uh, R H. CP. Um, this week, like I said, coming up on on uh, Sunday, every Sunday, you get best show bonus content. Every Sunday, like clockwork itself. This past Sunday, we put out S and W Q and A, the Sharpling and Worcester cute question and answer show. So me good. and John talking. As fun as it gets. I've had people already tell me this is so much. Uh, hearing you and John talk like this is a true highlight. Very excited about that. Uh, this coming Sunday, uh, we got. Uh, Horsemen. Four Horsemen coming this this coming Sunday. Then, what else we got? Ahoy episode two coming. Yeah, that's coming up on the 30th. We also have this uh, Sunday, Make Mike Marvel number four. That's right. Thor. Thor. I can't. Uh, look, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm going to guess Mike loved this movie. That he loved the pageantry and he loved the special effects. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. he loves the character of Thor so much. He loves Hemdall, keeper of the Rainbow Bridge. And I he likes yeah. Thor's papa, who is uh Odin. Who people might recognize. Hannibal he was Hannibal uh Hannibal Blechter from uh Silence of the Lambs. 
which is one of the crazy. This guy is such a good actor, Sir Anthony Hopkins. In one thing, he can play Thor's dad. Another thing, he's playing Hannibal Blechter. Other <laughs> thing, he's running through the woods with Alec Baldwin going, what one man can do, another can do. That's right. Let's go kill that MF and bear. I've de- developed a theory about uh, actors when they appear in the Marvel movies, yeah. Tom. Yeah, I mean, does Maybe. that theory have to do with new cars or houses? <laughs> that they yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also, but also the, the costumes uh-huh. that uh, yeah. the actors sometimes want to require an outfit that they may not be recognizable. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, re- I didn't recognize Anthony Hopkins right away. I, mm-hmm. You know, he's got that. That cool metal uh, eye patch thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a big beard. Gotta get you one of those. And uh, hey, Mike, Idris uh, Elvis is, is his helmet is very limiting. You can barely see his yeah. face. Davis is asking us to ask you what Thor's hammer is named. <laughs> All right, there it is. Glad I asked. So if that gives you an idea what this okay. episode of Make Mike Marvel is going to be. It's Mike, taste. it's Mike reviewing the movie Thor. <laughs> What's coming next week, Mike? Captain America. The first Avenger. Yes. Get ready for that, everybody. And I'm getting ready. And then, Mike, I think I uh, I join you after that. Are you going to come on? I'm going to join you for the Avengers. Oh, great. I didn't get asked. Nobody asked me about Mike, Mike Marvel. I didn't want to win it. I didn't want to win it. I was busy. I was so busy. So, Patreon, best show. You go to patreon.com slash the best show. $5 gets you the audio. $10 gets you the video. We're putting bonus stuff up each and every Sunday like clockwork itself. Support the show. That's how you support the show. Hey, Tom, a lot of people in the uh, chat are uh, saying how much they miss meet my friends, the friends. Yeah, that's too bad, isn't that's it? That's too bad. Well, yeah. it's, it's, they're, they're going to be they're going to have a pleasant surprise in yeah. the next month or so. Yeah, but it's coming back. Meet my friends, the friends is coming back. Season four. Get ready. It's what? coming back. I think it's season six. No. Oh, we're going back one. No, we didn't get that far. I think it's season five. It might be season five. It might be season season five, not six. Okay. Whatever it is. We're not going to be redoing a season. We could go back and redo it. No, we're not. So, everybody, I'm going to go to the phones now. Thank you, Horseman. Stand by. (laughs) Horseman, stand stand down and stand by. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Hello? Hello, best show. Hello, is this Mr. Sharpling? It is. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, your friend uh, Mike from Minneapolis, otherwise known as Mushroom Mike. Mushroom Mike. How are you tonight, Mushroom Mike? (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) He's laughing already. Guy's laughing already. I said, how are you? All right, you're an amusing individual. I'm sorry, it's true. Oh, no, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. What do we get? What do you got, buddy? What's going on? What's going on, Mushroom Mike? Well, it's not mushroom season yet, but uh, as prompting from the email, I have the uh, the uh, streaming wormhole that I that I'd, get, I'd like to talk about. Say that again now. 
What's that? What do you want to talk about? A wormhole? No, the uh, the the uh, the streaming uh, the, the prompting on the email, the streaming stuff. I'm not sure what you're talking about. That wasn't a that wasn't the topic of the email. All right. Well, I was mistaken. Sorry. Well, you talk about whatever you want. What do you want to talk about, Mike? You talk about whatever you want. What do you want right. to talk about? <laughs> I like how you, the inflection on the second one was great. You're a master of inflection. I, I, I like to Thank state you. that for the record. A lot of people. But anyway, a lot of people say. But that. anyway, so yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I would, I would, be, I would join that course. But I wanted to talk about something that you probably have a, a strong opinions on, and uh, it's the. Uh, the real Rob show that was that's on streaming. You know, the real you know, Rob, know of this? this is Rob Schneider. Yes, yes, the Rob it Schneider is. who did a show called. He had a show on CBS called Rob, that did not make it. Did yes, not indeed. last. Then he did a show called The Real Rob, which was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And this show. And that he paid for himself. Yeah. Which I think him investing his own money into this is literally the real Rob. Uh, he robbed himself <laughs> paying for this awful show. That's the real Rob. <laughs> this show, it's like, imagine if Rob Schneider had his own Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, that, huh? That's correct. But you watch it, and he's wrong about every scenario that he's in. I haven't seen this in years, but I remember there was a thing where he was like, he thinks he's right, and that he's just, he's suffering the fools in his life, and but he's the biggest fool. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's like that, fun. It just, it, just, just com- it's not fun to see him. It's not like Larry David getting mad about a potato chip or whatever. Larry David is like, I don't like reaching my hand in the bag for the potato chip. I like to pour a couple out. Oh, you do the pour? Yeah, I do the pour. Oh, it's slight pour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a full pour, half pour. You so you empty the whole bag? No, that's a full pour. You do half pour. You pour out a few chips on a napkin or a paper towel. Half pour. It's a personal pour, not a group pour. You pour all the things out. That's a party pour. A party pour, you pour the whole bag into a bowl. That's a party pour. A, a, a group pour would be you put a, a nice shake it three three times, and then what's on the paper towel, that's a group pour. Everybody can pick at it. Personal pour is one shake. That would be Curb Your Enthusiasm. Wow, that was... That was that was uh, 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 that was brilliant. You know, like eloquent. You didn't stutter once. It was like you had that entire thing formed from from the get go. It was like a table read thing going on. That was you pretty know impressive, why sir. it was brilliant? You know why it was brilliant? I got one answer for you. You know why? <laughs> what do you think the answer <laughs> is? Because you're a professional writer. Because I'm brilliant. That's the answer. I'm for the sure. best in the biz. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. I could write Seinfeld. Out. I'm like a Chat GPS. Whatever that thing is. Chat GPS, I could do that. I made all that up on the top of my head. It is it ain't, it's nothing. I know. It's great. 
But the uh, but the thing with the uh, the real Rob trumping is it's it just, up. How it's dare. Hold on, hold on. Some of you chat saying I'm trumping what? it up by bragging. First of all, you don't insult Mr. Trump that way. <laughs> you don't insult the 45th and 47th president of the United. 40. He's going to be 45. Ooh. Is there anything we could do with 45, 47? You know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like, there's got to be some. Uh, we can do what? I don't know. Some marketing angle or just like. I don't know. Let's figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm going to workshop. That you one. mean like the real Rob? He can, he, can, he can buy his own Netflix series? What is it with this? Let me just ask you this real quick. This real Rob show came out nine years ago. Yeah. Well, what's uh, what's up with you and mm-hmm. real Rob? Well, because it's 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 this wormhole, it, you know, the wormhole and, and the uh, ah. and the uh, failed uh, streaming services thing. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just obsessed. With, I'm obsessed with somebody who's I'm obsessed with somebody who's projecting their insecurities and just and it's just desperate desperate projection of insecurities and be, uh, uh, disguised as entertainment. It's just bizarre to me how he how he he did it and he and he and he bought it and paid for it with his own money imagine paying devoting all your money you get from uh be happen to be friends with adam sandler and getting all that get all that peripheral money oh my hold on a second hold on imagine taking all your (laughs) taking all your own money and paying Mm -hmm. for your creative endeavor boy oh boy if only I could relate no. to what that must feel like. Oh, I no, would have no idea no. what that would feel like. This was five hundred dollars out of my yeah, pocket yeah. right here. This was uh, <laughs> the iPad was not cheap. The stand was pricey. Think I'm doing it? You think I'm doing this on somebody else's dime, Chief? You think I'm doing this on somebody else's dime, Chief? <laughs> I'm writing the bleeping. Ch- I write the bleeping. I love ch- the chief. I pay my way at these things. I'm buying all this equipment. You think this? You, you, <laughs> I like the chief. Think this microphone was bit. cheap. That's called back a letterman. This microphone was cheap. <laughs> I got microphones, mixing boards, all paid for by me. Not on Brett's dime, Tom's dime. I bought all this stuff. <laughs> This guy's going, oh, can you believe what a hero Rob Schneider is? He paid he paid for the real Rob. Yeah, guy's got all that animal hero. money. Yeah, that's what I'm He's got all that animal money. He's got all that Deuce Bigelow that money. Copy making copies. He's got all that Deuce Bigelow money. He's got that money. I ain't got nothing. I'm scrounging it out there in the street. I'm like oh, a carry, uh, I'm like at the end of John Wick three. I'm down there in the sewer with the uh, Zooks. Oh, yeah. oh, that was. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a fine uh, segue. Since you're getting all upset about the real Rob, how is it? Uh, how is it? Uh, our, our your mutual friend, Mr. Jason Manzoukas, has not been on the show. Who hey, is a mutual friend? You're friends with him. No, you're your friend. You're the friend of uh, the, the whole community. All the uh, the forever dog people. You and you and uh, you and uh, um, well, he's he's a big fa- he's a big fan of the uh, of the George Lucas talk show people, and he's he, 
he's a big fan of the Heidecker clan and and how is he not how is he not in your That's circle? Fine. You want me to ask him right now? I ask him right now. Hold on. That's great. Text Get him, him on. Right I love that. Text I love Jason right Manzukas. Texting him right now. You're right. You're That's right. Awesome talk. Jason Manzukas. Hey man. How are you? Hey Nong man. You mean Hey Nong man? No, I don't do that. I don't I, am I on comedy bing dong? <laughs> no. <laughs> Say comedy bing dong. It's the best show, my friend. And I need to say I'm one sorry, thing. I said that I said that strictly to get that reaction. I want to say one thing. All right there. The host of that thing, comedy bing dong. <laughs> that guy. It's me, it's him, Corolla, Rogan. So Rogan. That's the that's the new mount that's Mount Podmore. <laughs> me Scott, yeah, Scotty Ox. Me, Scotty Ox, Corolla, Rogan. Hey there. All right. I'm not saying hey nong man. What is that saying again? Hey Hey Nong man. And what's that mean? All right. Uh, it was a slip of the tongue. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Manzukis said, "Hang on, man," and he, and uh, Mr. Scotty Ox misinterpreted it as "Hey, Nong, man," and then it, it became a whole thing. And I I got it on a T-shirt, and I had I had Mr. Manzukis sign it for me when when they toured, and it was a whole thing. Ooh, look at you with the autographs. We've got a real Rupert Pupkin in the house tonight. <laughs> You know who this one is? You know who this one is? Jason Manzoukas. This guy. Yeah, he he needs to be he needs to call in. He he's a he 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 and you have a great rapport. That'd be great to hear on the air. Yeah. I'll get him on. I'm gonna ask right now. Hold on. All right, that's great. Hold on. No, 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 no. I want you staying here for this. Man, and I got his number. I do have his right. number. Hey, Jason. All right. Just want you call him, you use the first name. I, I just say What do you just say? You, you say just his... you're on a first name basis with Mr. Manzukis? What am I supposed to say? All Mr. Right, Manzukis? That's what I'd call him. Because I don't know him. And I do know him, so I call him Jason. <laughs> Fair so, enough. I just want to throw this out there. Fair enough. If you ever... I'd love to have you on the show. I should start with not if you ever want to. I want him to know I want him on the show. I'd mm -hmm. love to have you on the best show sometime. We record. We do it live every Tuesday night. He's not aware of your when you're on. I don't know. See, this is the thing you have to assume he doesn't know. You think everybody's All a right. psycho like you, staring at your uh, 
your radio Psycho, for two days? A fan? You mean, a, you mean come an ardent fan? You mean a devoted a devoted listener to the, one of the great broadcasters of our time? Yes, thank you very much. What, this is what I picture you doing. It's Sunday afternoon. Oh. It's Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Who's someone in the house you got there? Who's somebody in the house? Whale bones? Name one of the characters who you live with. Stretch, sticks, whale bones. Big Ernie, little Ernie, (laughs) skitch. Who are you living with these days? You know what? I would... I would, in another life, love to be live with somebody named Little Ernie. That would be my. Mm-hmm. Be, in another life, that would be great for me. I live with my friend Little Ernie. This is what I picture you doing in the place <laughs> you live. You go down the hall, which is Minneapolis. You, you go down mm-hmm. the hall to the to the bathroom that's on that floor, right? <laughs> yes. With your towel and your your <laughs> scrub brush and your uh, flip flops. And your robe <laughs> that I borrowed, flip flops that I borrowed from Little Ernie. <laughs> That's between you and Little Ernie. You go down the hall, and you're just like, uh, like, hey, I gotta take, I got it's Sunday, I gotta take my bath, right? <laughs> and then you say, "This is what I'm doing today, Skitch. I'm taking my bath." Then I, then it's a countdown: forty-eight hours till best show starts. <laughs> and then you finish your hey, bath. Bitch, make sure you're waking up in time. No, this is what I picture you doing. You finish your bath. You sit down. You probably eat something like an egg salad sandwich that you left out overnight. Because <laughs> little Ernie, little Ernie, little Ernie bogarts the uh, refrigerator. He didn't let me put anything in there. He didn't let you put anything. Well, he was making a big. He was making a big pot of stew, and it took up all the room in the fridge. Between Little Ernie and Snitch, I can't get yeah. no room for my crap. No room for your stuff. <laughs> so you got your egg salad sitting on the sitting on your bed in your your room. You maybe you set it on the radiator. It heats it up a little bit, right? <laughs> That's where you make popcorn. Yeah, That's where you make does. popcorn. So then. <laughs> So then you're just like, then you just start staring at your phone for 48 hours straight, nursing the egg salad Mm -hmm. sandwich, nursing it (laughs) one bite every two hours. (laughs) Put put a sign on the door that says, Hey, snitch. Hey, little Ernie, don't bother me. I'm waiting for the way I'm waiting on the best show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I see it going. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it going. <laughs> and then, uh, then I get a chance. All right, to call enough's enough. And then, and then, and then, and then, what? What is this? Uh, uh, we're talking to one of the coasters here. And then, you're, you're the one who brought in Snitch and Little Ernie. Let's paint a freaking picture. Get off my phone. Does this guy get off and talk to me that way?
How are we doing on the phones? Anybody got a, got a, a, a one of our friends? Are they calling in? Hello, best show. Have a friend. Hello, best show. Hey, Thomas, Nate, Nathan Gelgood. Nathan Gelgood. This is the artist, Nathan Gelgood. Your co-author. Co-author of My Pet Fly, which we'll, uh, we're figuring out what we're going to do with it. Uh, children around the country and around the world uh, will have to just be a little more patient. It's coming. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Nathan Gelgood? I got a quick rabbit hole for you. Yeah. And I thought of this as soon as I heard the topic and didn't even know yet about the shirt you had on. Yeah. Which, oh, I know who, I think I know who made that shirt. You were saying you didn't know who made it? Who made it? But this guy, I don't know his full name, but he's on Instagram. He's, he's also named Nate. He's called, hey, it's me, Nate on Instagram, if anybody wants to look him up. He makes lots right. of cool shirts and stuff like that. Hey, so free okay. plug for him. Well, it's not free. Send me a shirt. Um, <laughs> so I'll check, <laughs> hey, me it's me, yet. Nate. I'll check, hey, it's me, Nate, out later. I'm, this better not be yeah, some like, yeah, weird yeah. white power uh, Instagram account you're ch- channeling people over to. No shenanigans. Just adjacent. It's adjacent to that. It's not, you know, full, it's not all in. Good. Okay. Great. I read uh, a couple of months ago the Robert Wyatt biography. Um, yeah. Different every time. I read it too. Yeah, it's a terrific book, and I th- this is just a recommended. I recommend this rabbit hole to people. I recommend the Robert Wyatt rabbit hole. That is because... a good one, Nathan Gilgood. See, this is why this guy. Yeah. I yeah. just want to say something right now to you, and I don't take this the wrong way. Don't take this the wrong way. Huh. You came on the show a few times. People are like, Tom, that guy's so mean. That guy. That guy's so mean. He picks on you. He insults you. What are you doing having him on? He hurts our feelings. And I say, no, 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 no. This Nathan is a good guy. Trust me. He's hamming it up a little bit. He's hamming it up. And they're saying, no, no, no. He's bad. I could sense it. He's bad. I'm picking up on dark energy. No, 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 no. But then you call up, you come up with a thing. Robert Wyatt, one of my all-time favorite people. He's on this shirt right now, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Right? He kind of went from when Christ's I read sake. that book. Yeah. I just want to say also, he has risen. I do have to say that on every episode. Uh, praise him. He has risen. Um, so, what got you? Robert Wyatt is the perfect rabbit hole for you to go down. Because it's, 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 he's one of those guys who so many things go through him. And as you go through the book, if, if you pursue all the influences that he had and the people that he played with, you get to go down. You can go down a free jazz rabbit hole with because he loves the, the drummer uh, Sonny Murray and he loves mm-hmm. Taylor. 
you could go down a Kevin Ayers rabbit hole because not only were they in soft machine together, but he played on Kevin Ayers. Yes. And then of course you can go down a soft machine rabbit hole, but really the, and the prize for me was, I mean, I, I, the solo work was actually the first work that I was really into. Yeah. Yeah. But like reading the book and reading about his politics, I mean, he was an unrepentant communist. Yes. Um, which are sympathies that I share with him. And a lot of that left wing stuff turns up on his later discography. Absolutely. Which admittedly is like a little spottier. I mean, it's a little spottier than like rock bottom or whatever, but no, well, anything's going to be spot. Anything's going to be spotty with rock compared to rock bottoms one of the all time greatest albums. Yeah, I know, I'm just saying, like the early stuff, the early solo stuff oh. is really uh, people want unimpeachable, unimpeachable. Um, Thank you, Nick. And his look, I want to say this: this Robert yeah. Wyatt, he is a hero to me. Hero, capital H. That's exactly what I was going to say, Tom. Tom, I was going to say he went from somebody who I liked and admired to like a personal hero after I read this book. Yes, and he walked the walk. He and it's a well written book. It's a it's, a, it's, it's an a, authorized. Yeah. Authorized it's a biography. Book. Yes. Like he participated, but he did not write it. Robert Wyatt. Yeah, and you don't I don't get it's not a it's not an overly laudatory book or like a hey geography. No. Um it's a pretty, you know, it's a simply written, soberly written book. It's terrific. He starts off in this band Soft Machine. They were the co-band to the Pink Floyd in nineteen sixty seven, playing the UFO Club. Someone could make the case yeah. that the first two Soft Machine albums are better than the first two Pink Floyd albums. I would make that case. Mm -hmm. Volume 2 is better than uh, Saucerful Secrets. That just goes without saying. You move forward. He quits after Volume 3, which is he does his epic Moon in June on one of the all-time amazing songs. Leave Soft Machine because they start getting more jazzy and stuff, and he's got somewhere else to go. He's got this, he's got this, this uh, politics he wants. Well, he kind of got pushed out. I mean, he got yeah, yeah. But he, uh, but it was uh, it was inevitable at that point. He was on a different path. Yeah, yeah. He starts matching mole, which means what now, Nathan Gilgood? In French, what does matching? What would matching mold mean? Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft machine, troll, basically. On soft machine. Yeah, it basically yeah. is like that's how you pronounce soft machine. In yes, French. machine mold. Yeah, so it's very yeah. funny. He does that. Then, on a in a drunken, foolish night, Robert Wyatt falls off about an apartment balcony, hits the ground paralyzed yeah. he's paralyzed the tragedy that saved his life as he would have it. he described exactly the tragedy that saved his life he's one of the all-time great drummers now he's he's in a wheelchair he's not drumming he responds he changes his entire approach to art the entire approach And he records an album called Rock Bottom. It's one of the all-time great albums. And he meet wait, wait, but you gotta remember he meets uh, Alfie, which is huge. Yes, he meets his his because his, she becomes his muse a, he beca and she his becomes partner. his collaborator. Yes, and his partner, his creative yeah. partner. She, called, his life she partner. wrote a lot of lyrics. Yes, this guy's holding me yeah. to the letter and did all the all album over covers. here. This is what it's a book report. 
I miss a detail. I'm going to get a see me after class. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to give the credit where it's due. I mean, you could. I didn't just read the. You, you just called, read the book. You know, it's right. You read the book. It's fresh in your head. It's not fresh in my head. Tom, I understand that you'd rather give the credit to a man than a woman, but I'm just here to kind see, of. See, this is why the people you in the right way. I know you're a little older than me. This is the stuff that people complain about you doing on the show. This is why they don't like you, Nathan. I didn't want to be that blunt I with it. I understand you. I, it's I why understand. you're courting sort of a uh, right wing. See, this is where he goes um, with this. Proud boys listenership because sure. that's where the I'm money is. so that's close to hanging I mean, up on you. Gotta you, follow the money, Rogan. You don't know how close to hanging up on you I am. <laughs> Just he goes and he records I'm a Believer, the cover of the Monkeys, uh, Neil Diamond classic. Top of the Pops, the British show, they do not want him on. Why? Because they don't want somebody in a wheelchair on their show singing a song. They think it's untoward or however they described it. It's not proper. Yeah, yeah. But he sticks to his freaking guns. He's on Top of the Pops singing I'm a Believer. I cry every time I watch that clip on YouTube. Beautiful. And then he lives an amazing life. He's still alive. Amazing. Total hero. Nathan, perfect call to start it off. Your behavior was not perfect. You were aggressive. You accused me of being a, a, a misogynist and a proud boy uh, enthusiast. But outside of that, it was an excellent call. And Nathan sells these shirts. He's got a John Stark shirt. He's got a Dominique Wilkins shirt. You check these shirts out. They're amazing. Thanks Mostly movie themed stuff. Mostly movie themed. Oh, themes. and speaking of movies and the and the topic, the rabbit hole topic, because another rabbit hole you can go down. He wrote, you know this. He wrote Rock Bottom in Venice because he went there with Alfie because she was working on Nicholas Rogues. Don't look now. Yes, that's right. Everything's back Which to is movies. Which a terrific with these guys. sort of. Every these guys can bring everything back. I to mean, movies. that's a think about it. Think about it. He's there with his partner who's working on this other masterpiece of film mm -hmm. and he's in the hotel room and she buys him this little piano because she knows, you know, he's got to do something. Yeah. And he composes rock bottom on this little piano that she bought him in a shop in Venice. It's a beautiful story. And the name of the book again is different every time. Marcus O'Dear which is taken from the the first open the opening lyrics to sea song from the first from the album rock bottom you look different all right every everybody time. go on the wire rabbit hole. I'm just singing a song and guy starts talking over me <laughs> get I'll off my phone you get off my phone finally singing a song this guy's got to talk over me do we have a guest calling up? Anybody? I gave somebody a hotline number. Hello? Checking on that right now. Okay. Hello, best show. Hey, fella. Oh my goodness, I know who this is. This is BB in Las Vegas. BB, how are you? I'm good. I'm real good. I know I 
boned last week. I broke my own rule. I used my cell phone. You used your cell phone and it didn't, it didn't work? Well, it, it worked to call the first time when I got pat, and then it went to Thorpe after that. So. That's amazing. But I missed yeah. you. I saw you. I saw you were trying to call last week, and it wasn't happening. Yep, that's how that. That's the size of that shoe, fella. Now, how are things in Las Vegas, BB? Windy. Windy. Hurricane windy. Lots of crap in the air. Lots of crap in the air. Yeah, you know, like airborne. Dust. Well, I hope you're wearing, uh, 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 you're not getting sick. You're not breathing in all this bad air. No, no. I hope not. Of course, about this time of year, start sneezing like crazy. No, we need you strong. We need you strong, baby. And I'm working on that. Last year was a shite year. Last year was a rough one. Are you feeling a little, are yep. you, things health-wise, where are we at? You don't have to get specific. Are we doing okay? Yeah, I fought my way out. Good. I'm kind of um, fighting through some uh, antibiotic titration right now. Okay. You're fighting the fight. That's all I can ask. Tell me. Yep. I'm, oh, I'm I good. wanted to uh, let you know what's. What do you want to let me oh, know? Oh, yeah. There's a um, concert going on over here on this plot of land at the corner of Sahara and... Okay. Who's who's playing the concert? The 13th of May. Who's playing it? It's, it's a cluster bang. It's like, who is it? playing it. Okay. I know um, Monster Magnet is playing. They are? Evanescence. Yeah. I tell you, I don't have a lot of the... It's called uh, Sick New World. Sick New World. It is a sick new world also. I might have to head on out. Let's check that out. It's it's crazy. And when is it? Uh, 13th of May. Ah, okay. That's mm. it. Could be, could be. I might get in the car, head on out. System of a Down and Corn also. Ooh. I don't think I'm going to make oh, it. Oh, and um, Stabbing Westward. Oh, and Stabbing Westward. Okay. Look at this lineup. Papa Roach, Death Grips. Placebo, Skinny Puppy, Cold Chamber, Hoobastank, Soulfly, KMFDM, Evanescence, Deftones, The Melvins, Filter, Kitty. Yeah, I might not make it to this. Baby, tell me about a rabbit hole you've gone down recently. First of all, I want to know 
How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. Bringing the show to people, having yeah. a good time. People having fun. I'm having fun. That's all I can ask for. Right, look, admittedly, I was about to sing a Robert Wyatt song, and then that last chowder had started talking all over me when I was trying to get it started. Yeah, that bummed me out. Yeah, that kind of uh, conversation you're only privy to if you sleep under parked cars. And what's this guy think he's doing talking over me when I'm about to sing? More power to him. So, BB, what's a what's a uh, what's a rabbit hole? Any rabbit holes you've gone down? Yeah, well, there's a real pleasant one. Uh, a couple of nights ago, Dave and I were talking about which season of Dragnet started to get really weird, like when they went to color, and yeah. it was mostly Joe and Bill, mm-hmm. and it's. 1967, 1967, and they're all in YouTube, and they are the best. Got some of Joe Friday's best brands. Okay. I guess that's what you call them. Yeah. Some of the funniest stuff between the two of them. I never got into this dragnet. I never got into dragnet. I was sided with the scum. The the people on the wrong side of the equation there. The villains, the bad guys, the crooks, the criminals. They're my people, BB. It's like I'm in freaking no, John Wick three. I'm like I'm in the it's like the end of John Wick three all over again. With Zooks. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's as deep a rabbit hole as it gets, focusing on uh dragnet. When Dragnet went south. I don't even think the people that made Dragnet knew when Dragnet went south. There's some amazing writing on there. There really is when he says uh, marijuana's the the fuse, marijuana's the match, and whatever that thing. Remember that? Like marijuana's the fuse. I do. It's the bond, and LSD's the bomb. I wonder if any any like EDM artists have ever used that at a rave. I don't think so. BB, I've got a yeah, guest I, on. I got a yeah. guest on the other. I got a guest on the other line, and I'm gonna get yelled at if I don't take this guest. I hear you loud and louder, sir. My friend, I'm glad to hear from you. I hope you're doing, keep doing well, and I hope to see you soon. I didn't want to give you that, like, rushing into Target. Nah, you're fine. five minutes to nine. Don't worry. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine, baby. Thank you for the call. Love you, big fella. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Let's go to the phones. I'm being told on the hotline right now. Kevin Corrigan is here. Is that am I joined by Kevin Corrigan? Corrigan, yes. You pronounced it correctly. Corrigan. Corrigan, of course. These 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 uh some people say some people say Corrigan. Mm-hmm. I don't often correct people cuz but it is Corrigan. It's Corrigan. He's you Yes. <laughs> 
Now this guy, like a car, you know, like I'm a driving car. a car. Yeah, this guy. This is one of those "what can't he do" type dudes. This Kevin Corrigan, acting check, right? Art. It's check. one. It's one of those. Yeah, one of one of check. those. Uh, one of those. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a hyphenate. He's, you've seen, what do people recognize you most from, Kevin? Do they know you from Pineapple Express? Could be, yeah, could be, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's. Is that a big one they spot? Uh, yes, yes, that's, that's a big one, and. Uh, if I saw you walking down the you street, know, most of the- if I saw you walking down the street, I would say, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's the guy from Results. One of my uh-huh. favorite movies. One of my favorite movies. Results. Results. Right? That's a good one. That's an interesting choice. I love Results. Results was a movie made by uh, Computer... What was that movie called again? Computer Chess. Computer Chess. Andrew Bujowski. Andrew Bujowski made this movie. Made this movie, Computer Chess, and then made a movie called Results with Kevin Corrigan. This is a this is a sneaky movie. If you haven't seen it, chat watch it. It's it's really it's really pretty amazing. Yeah, it's very it's very um it's uh it's it's a it's that's an interesting film. It's black and white, but. Uh, um, yeah, it kind of, it gets into, uh, I mean, if you, if, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, talk about going down rabbit holes, if you've been going down this sort of AI rabbit hole and mm-hmm. how it's taking over, uh, uh all that stuff, it's, uh, computer chess is a good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll get a perspective on, uh, that issue. Yeah. Now, what are some of the crazy <laughs> rabbit holes you've gone down over the years? Oh, oh, um, hmm. So, I, uh, well, I get it, you know, I, 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 I it, 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 it runs the gamut, you know, so, uh, on one end of the spectrum is, there's a lot of show business stuff. I'll, I'll be looking up someone's career. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that can take me back to uh, you know, like um, like old talk shows. You know, uh, Do you watch old like old talk show appearances? That's a rabbit hole I go down often. I'll be at night watching. Oh yeah, sure. Watching suddenly, I'm watching uh, Mort Saul on uh, Dick Cavett. Where uh-huh. being one of the yeah. all, one of the all time creeps, he's just kind of like I just want to say that women are not funny, and that's everybody knows it, and it's provable. It's like like, all right, calm down, Mister Newspapers. One of these guys who's always like I read six newspapers a day. Okay, well maybe you might want to do some other stuff with that time. Maybe, yeah. You prove. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 
And also, how many newspapers can you read a day? Like, uh, He's reading six a day. You didn't read the same six stories over and over again? I mean, oh. do that many newspapers even ex- exist yeah. anymore? Back, you know? Exactly. Back then, you'd be like, oh, I'm reading six newspapers. Okay, paper number one. Ooh, looks like the Yankees won three to two. Okay, finish that newspaper. Yeah. Okay, oh, looks like the Yankees won Fox three course. to two. Yeah, you're like, okay. Looks like Thurman Munson uh, yeah, went three for it? four. Right, yeah. Ground out, uh, face hit, uh, <laughs> yeah. home did, run. He hit, he, he hit a few home he runs. Yeah, he did all right. Uh, so, so you'll watch, you'll, okay. you'll, you'll get caught up in a career and you'll start to go down the rabbit hole of different people's careers. I'll Google search. You know, I'll I'll put two names together to see if there's like a picture of these guys together. You know, um, like I did that with like Quincy Jones, Duke Ellington. So you want and there's f- they, yeah. they, they are together. There's a picture. So you want to find a picture I, uh, to see uh, if there was a picture of Quincy Jones and Duke Ellington in the same photograph. Pops up three. There were there are three pictures on the internet that I counted. So not not very many, but mm-hmm. three, but three. You know, there and it wasn't the same afternoon. They were dressed differently in all three pictures. So sure, I I think they think oh, no, I'm, I guess they work together. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, uh, How about like I, a music? You know, what's a uh, musical uh, rabbit hole you might go down? Well, I did watch. I did. I I do return to to the to J, uh, James Brown's appearance on the Letterman show in '82. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty fantastic. Uh, I, you know, that's that's like you know we, we associate the rabbit hole with uh, the word rabbit hole with. Uh, um, you know, uh, it, it could be a waste of time, time that you'll never get back and that sort of thing. But it isn't always the case. Sometimes there's some really amazing stuff that you can happen upon. And uh, like that, like the Letterman, yeah. like like James Brown on Letterman. Like I will and go he, to... Uh, yeah. He goes, oh... Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say he. there's a beautiful part where he, he goes over... Uh, during a uh, uh, um, an instrumental break to 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 play the piano solo, uh, mm-hmm. and Paul Schaefer lets him in, and and he does it, and and uh, anyway, that's just like um, makes me feel good about being in in, in the show business when I yeah. watch something like that. Now, what are some and of I can't, the? Yeah. I can't dance. You can dance. I've seen you dance. I, I can't dance like that. This guy's got moves, everybody. Uh, I, actually, I can. But you were saying, I was saying, Kevin Corrigan. One of the things everybody knows, of course, this is a great actor. Everybody's seen this guy act; they know what he can do. People say that everybody knows he can draw. They look at Instagram; they see these illustrations and these pencil drawings he does. Insanely impressive. One thing you might not know. Kevin Corrigan, he's uh, he knows how to rock. Also, 
And there's a show coming. I want to just tell people about this show. I know you begged me not to. I'm going to shit. I'm disregarding you. I'm telling you. I'm telling the audience. I can't stop you. You can't stop me. This is out of my control now. It's out of your control. April 23rd in New York City at Arlene's Grocery. There's going to be a band called Big Daddy in the Sky. Who plays guitar in this band, Kevin Corrigan? Uh, Kevin Corrigan plays guitar in this band. Now, who plays bass in this band, Kevin Corrigan? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Bass in Big Daddy in the Sky. And people know Michael Shannon from... He was Zod in the Superman movie. He was in 99 Homes. He's from... What's the big one I'm missing? What's the big one? Uh, uh, oh, so many. Uh, there's, there's a few big ones. Uh, Revolutionary Road. I Revolutionary got... Road. Now this, uh. he's so amazing. He's one of the. He's one of our great actors. I call him the Kevin Corrigan of acting. He's one of the greats. He is one of the greats. One of the greats. Now this, you're playing on the 23rd of April. It's a band, Big Daddy in the Sky. You got Michael Shannon. You got Kevin Corrigan. Anybody else on the bill? There is uh, um, uh, Mary-Kate Mulhauser on keyboard. David Wyke on drums, and we will we will be joined by a a a very special guest, a a, a a friend of mine, and a friend of yours, Tommy. That's right. That's right, Tommy. A friend I, of ours. I like. You're one of the only people I would say you can call me Tommy. I like I like when you call me Tommy. Who else? I, I I say it in a in a in a in a Scorsese spirit. Oh, I don't. I didn't take it any other way. I'm not uh, yeah, acceptable. yeah. And you've worked with Scorsese, you know, because this is this guy's worked with Scorsese. Is, and, and right, we're we're amongst friends here. This is our thing. Two movies he did with Scorsese. Three movies. Three. Two where he directed. Yes. And one where he was uh, executive producer. Yes. This guy was in Kevin Corrigan was in The Departed. He was in Goodfellas. And Kevin, I'm going to let you on a little secret about The Departed. At the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, there's a rat on the windowsill. Now that is symbolic. That symbolizes corruption. Is everywhere. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that probably went over oh, yeah. your head. It probably went over Mr. Scorsese's head. I caught it. I figured I'd drop that on you right now. I hope your mind's not blown too much, but I had to tell you. It's a it's symbolic. Uh, well, the, 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 the symbolism in, his, in, yes. in those films. Yes. 
uh, just keep you bursting awake at night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Years and years after the viewing uh, yes. of the film. Now, who uh-huh. the audience is on the edge of their seats now, wondering who is the is the friend of mine and yours who's going to be playing with Big Daddy in the Sky on April twenty third. Well, I'm not supposed to say this, but uh, he he's a kind of a long haired fella. Long haired uh, fella wears he's partial to flannel shirts. Yes, um, partial to jazz masters. Loves his jazz uh, master. Kind of jazz master. Yeah, I think that's that gives that gives you some idea um, yes. of of the Philadelphia. The, the, the uh, now, yeah, I mean, there. This is a, a, a caliber of of musical artist that. We in in Big Daddy in the Sky I feel very uh, you know uh, privileged of course to 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 have him. He's also just uh, 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 you know he, he he's he's one of us and yeah there is a a, a, a you know uh, uh, we share a, a, a spirit of adventure. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is certainly uh, on tap for for uh, this Sunday, April twenty third. We don't. We kind of know what we're going to do. We did pick out a song to play. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, a a three minute song by the Kinks that may turn into ten minutes. We're going to find out. Uh, we're going to find uh, it out. It could turn into a. You know, sort of a, a we we might get shoegazy. Okay, yeah. I'm really excited to be honest. I I I, uh, I think it's so it's, cool. Uh, you know, coordinating the the schedules of of these these two massive talents, one in the in the in the music sphere, mm-hmm. our jazz master playing partial to to flannel shirts and yes, looking like Rory Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> um, and and this this actor, this giant of this 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 thespian uh, titan, mm-hmm. Michael Shannon, who, who transfers his titanic thespian abilities uh, to it just comes through his fingers when yeah. he plays the bass. Uh, his imagination. Uh, all of those, uh, you know, powers of imagination. And this is a this is a man who will not be boxed in. No, this guy uh, is. He he. Uh, I saw this guy on Broadway. This Michael Shannon, heavy duty. This is a heavy duty player. Just played George Jones in that freaking uh, miniseries. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes. Yes, it's it's um, you know I I uh, I think um, it's uh, um, now he, he's a shaman. He's he is just, a shaman. You know I I he yeah. he he, uh, um, he um he was the bad guy in 
color in the uh, shape of water. He hated that fish, man. He hated that fish, man, so much. Yes, couldn't, couldn't stand it. And and uh, that movie, uh, uh, that where 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 his whole house is bugged. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think bug. the movie is called uh, Bug. It's called Bug. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, now I, I, I've shared the stage with, with Mr. Shannon. I, that's how we met. We met in a, uh, working on a, a play by, uh, late great Dennis Johnson in 2002. Yes. That's where I first met Michael. And, uh, first, first time I ever realized that he existed, but also mm-hmm. that he was not only an, not only a, a hell of an actor, but um, uh, uh, also a hell of a musician. I, I was walking around the Vineyard Theater one afternoon during a lunch break, and I couldn't tell if someone was, you know, playing a Scott Joplin on the speaker or something. Mm-hmm. It was just this jazzy kind of piano playing, coming from somewhere in the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, I, there's Michael standing playing an upright piano that was in the theater like that's you that was you this whole time that's amazing playing that i couldn't tell if it was jelly roll morton's ghost or what you know that was you huh so what do you do you uh see this for me when i have to when i have well kevin corrigan when i gotta hear about a a super talent like Michael Shannon. I hear about a super talent like a like a Kevin Corrigan. I'm always just like, what must that be like? What must that be like? I don't know. I'll never know. I'll never know. I will know. I do know. These are the only things I know. July, uh, April, well, yeah, April twenty third at Arlene's Groceries. Big Daddy in the Sky is playing. I know that. Yeah. Tell me. Everybody knows Arlene's Grocery, don't they? I don't oh, know. Legendary, it's legendary Lower East Side, 90, 95 Stanton Street. Now, Kevin. Uh, there's two other bands playing uh, uh, with uh, with us. So, anyway, that's there's a plug for you. There you go. Heinz Baked Beans. Now, Kevin, give us a scoop. We need a scoop. Every show we ask for a scoop from our guests. A scoop. Come on. Give me a scoop. What's going on? I need a scoop. Please, give me a scoop, for the love of God. Like a, uh, you need some, some, uh, something, something good there. Oh, man. Yeah. What do we got here? Oh, come on. You know you want to give us a scoop. Come on. Give us a scoop, Kevin. With something we don't know that's going on. You have a movie coming out soon. Any projects? Let me tell you, there's a. Here we go. People are talking about a lot of different things uh, that are coming on, and yeah, all, all of all the streaming services and whatnot, and stuff that's like coming to the Cannes Film Festival and mm-hmm. this. You know, uh, all, all all kinds of no one's no one yet knows about this uh, this picture that's coming. 
it's coming. It's 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 going to be coming this year, and it's it's going to knock people out, man. It's it's. Uh, I can tell you this. It's it stars um, a, a, a Cohen brothers regular. A Cohen brothers. I think he's been in a few Cohen brothers. Okay, a Cohen brothers regular. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. Tim. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim, Tim Blake, Blake Nelson, the great Tim Blake Nelson. People aren't talking about it yet, but they're going to be talking about it. And what is this movie called? Can you can you tell us? I can tell you, it's called Bang Bang. And this, it's uh, it comes out later this year. Bang Bang. Bang Bang. Is coming out this year. Um, I don't know exactly when, but um, it's it's. Um, I mean, that's that's a pretty big scoop right there. I, I um, are you in Bang Bang? Uh, are you in Bang Bang, Kevin? I am in. I'm in Bang Bang. Bang Bang is a guy. Is a disgraced featherweight. Uh, fighter from Detroit who goes home to try and patch things up with his uh, estranged daughter and ends up training his uh, grandson to be a fighter and uh, I play Bang Bang's uh, 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 Okay. And um, well, uh, so there's <laughs> that. I I think. Um, well, there's a few other things. I but that's okay. that's right. that's a bang bang choice. Bang bang. People are telling me that the Remember character. The, the, People are saying the character John Eaton is the breakout character in the movie. Now, who played John Eaton? John Eaton? John Eaton? In the movie Bang Bang. You! There you go. There you go. See, this is one of these guys. Kevin is one of these guys. He does the thing, and then he says, I did the thing. There you go. I'm gonna go do another thing now. You do. I shed it. I shed each one like a like a husk. He sheds it like a husk. Move on. There are snake skins uh, all over Manhattan. Um, not that you're a snake. What is? How do you say? One final question, Kevin. How do you pronounce Thor? Thor's hammer. You know Thor, the mighty Thor. Do you know what the name of his hammer is? I've been asked. People want you to answer that. We're seeing who can say the name of the hammer. Thor's hammer. Yes. Do you know the name? Has a name. Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Uh. Look. Don't worry. Uh, Thor's hammer. Yeah. Thor's hammer. Um, is it? 
Gadzoop? <laughs> it's Gadzoop. Is it? Um, <laughs> yes. It's, uh, I I I uh, I I I think Gadzooks is a Gadzooks. So Thor is a a a, a, a Norse yes uh, god a Norse god right? yes. Now, now does that is that some is that like an Icelandic god or is that different? I don't. Uh, I, think, I don't uh, know. I'm actually quite the. Uh, I'm very religious, and I can't even look at these other religions or. I get scared. Um, (laughs) Kevin Corrigan, you know I think the world. You're one of the greats. You're a friend. I love you. If I was in New York City, April 23rd, I'd be at Arlene's Grocery watching you and Michael Shannon and our mystery friend rock out Big Daddy in the Sky. Thank you so much. My good friend. I will talk to uh, you. Uh, thanks for having me. Of course. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. This guy's a good guy. This guy, Kevin Corrigan. Gadzooks is the name of Thor's hammer, according to Kevin. Gadzooks. <laughs> So, it's that time, and he gave us a scoop about a movie, Bang Bang, which looks like a great movie. There's a new segment we're going to announce on, that we're going to do on the show tonight. It's a debut. It's called Dudio Foodio. Now, where did I get the idea for this? It struck me like a bolt of lightning. Like all great ideas. We don't know where it comes from. It feels sometimes it feels like I am touched, like the hand of God does touch me on the head and give me some of these ideas. I says to myself, this Jason Gore, Dudio, we call him on the show, he had an idea. He said, what if I taste test Because we did it in the past. They had the angry Whopper. Remember that? They had the angry Whopper. They ate this. They ate that. This is gross. I like that. Ba-ba-ba. This guy comes back from England with a bag of chips that looks so whatever. We're going to see them and meet. We're going to meet this guy, Jason, who is a producer on the show. And we're going to see. He's going to try these chips out. Please come in the studio, Jason Gore, for the first episode of Dudio Foodio. Now, this is the guy I was telling yeah. you all about. Way too into it. I might time end. to eat. It's time to eat. Mm. This segment might be over already. Oh, all right. So. It's going to be dinner. I'm so ready for this. <coughs> 
So, Jason Gore. Yes. You went to England. I went to England. You brought back a bag of chips called... These are the Doritos Burger King Flame Grilled Whopper Flavor Corn Chips. Now, that's right. There you go. You did a segment on the best show a few times where you tasted the Angry Whopper, the Haunted Whopper, the Sad Whopper, the Passive Aggressive (laughs) Whopper. The uh, divorced whopper. The divorced whopper. That was a sad one too. The uh yeah, just the kind of moody whopper. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also whop- divorced. They the they whopper. really went for that. Yes. The, they kind of the whopper you're there. walking on eggshells around. Yeah. yeah. See, so it did that. Then, I did that. Lo and behold, the kid that played E. T. in the movie E. T. snaps this guy up. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore says, Jason. <laughs> Drew? I say, no, no, that's me. Wait, that's oh, me. God. I was like, is she here? Does she want Drew, me back? Drew Barrymore. Jason does a couple taste segments where you're tasting food on the Drew Barrymore Right, show. three times I was on the show in the first two months of their show. And what were you eating? Uh, I ate... Turkey flavored candy corn. Yeah, and how was that? Awful. Awful. Horrific. And they wouldn't let me be honest. They wanted they were like, if it's awful, don't say it's awful. Just say it's meaty or something. So why do it then? I know. Well, it was fun. It was fun. Uh I did a uh ranch flavored soda. Like ranch dressing. Ranch dressing soda, which basically just tasted like a cream soda with like a little bit of the uh, chives on top, like floating around. Mm-hmm. That sounds so gross. It was awful. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I did a ghost pepper um, donut that Dunkin' Donuts was putting out at that time, and it just kind of tasted like a red hot. Okay. And then they never asked me back. Yeah. Yep. Because they got that. What's that guy's name? Ross Matthews. Ross Matthews yeah. from the from the Jay Leno program. Yes. Perfect Ooh. sidekick, honestly. He I'm just gonna say this, and you take this however you want. I I'm ready. Yeah. I could have the option. I could have Ross Matthews in here. Oh, easily. He ain't coming with a hundred miles of this studio. Thank well, you. Well, not a hundred. I can't do anything about it. Right. No, he, he probably drive, literally he lives could, back there. He could, drive, he could drive 40 feet from it. I can't right. stop him. Right. He ain't coming through the door. Well, I appreciate that. That make, does make me feel good. And why is he not coming through the door? Very simple. He wouldn't. <laughs> no. No. The reason is. He might. He might really. He might. You never. Well, hey, I does mean, anybody out there know? Ross he sees Matthews? me on here. He might slip yeah. right in. No, this guy can go kick rocks down the street. Yeah. So you're you're the best shows, Ross Matthews. I wonderful. That's how that goes on that. the resume now. Please, yeah. the best shows, Ross yeah. Matthews. Do like a fake neon sign. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you did these things. It's, you started on the best show with these taste things, and right. you did it on Drew Barrymore. Now you're back here. Now I'm back where, where it, it should have been the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. So, so how are you going to rate these? How are you going to rank and rate these things? Um, you want to describe the experience and then give it a scale, a rating on a scale of 
one to five. Let's do one to five. One through five, what? Uh, Dudios? Foodios? One to five Dudios. Okay. It's troubling. It's a little nauseating, but so, I think that's yeah. what it has to be well, now. Well, here we go. The bag's okay. going to open. So here we go. As you can see, this bag has never been opened. I have never tried these. This this is an experience you're experiencing right, you're with not me a right magician. now. You're not a magician. You can... People, okay. if, if it turned out you taped the bag either. up, people would roll with that. <laughs> I was either eat, like, eating these here yeah. tonight or going yeah. down to no, the Magic acting, Castle. Yeah, you're acting like you're all, and you'll notice these cards have never been touched by. It's like you're not doing a magic trick. You're yeah. eating chips. I do like my first thing when I do these, and I do these online sometimes on like TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. I like to do with. I like to start with the whiff. So I open the bag. Is it too late to end this segment? I, I, I uh, got to get a good whiff. The whiff. So here we go. Bag's open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was very funny. <laughs> that, he, he's actually <laughs> sick. He's actually sick from the chips. He did, <laughs> all he did was smell the chips. Okay, so. He's, he's <laughs> ill. He's dying. So the whiff got have me. Have some of that soda. So the, Why don't you have some soda? The whiff. Let me just explain the whiff here. I didn't think this would. Mike, did you see that? Oh, oh my God, Mike or Pat, did you see the whiff? Yeah, I'm riveted. <laughs> did you like? Did you like that reaction? Oh. I mean, is it stinking up this studio? It's not. Is it, you? You answer not yet, that. Not yet. Not yet. No, not okay. That is going to be like Pat's wings. So the first smell yeah, like is pickles and lettuce. There's a very strong lettuce smell. That that was the most shocking thing to me. Not what I was expecting. Okay. So they so they do include the uh, vegetable tastes on this right here. So here we go. Here's the chip. Looks like an ordinary Dorito. Yep. Here we go. He's chewing the chip. The Burger King. I will say, UK uh, Doritos a little thicker than the United States, a little, a little more girth. Um, this is shocking. Uh, so the uh, the lettuce made me want to vomit right from the start. Yeah, yeah, this tastes like a lettuce chip. There's barely any hint of cheese or meat. Or uh, Are you pickles. Sure each chip doesn't give you a different ingredient. <laughs> I don't think so. You just so. Like, stack eight of them and create a whopper. Let's make a whopper. I'll Any stack better four. on the second chip? No better. A lettuce flavored chip. This is really bad. Now, if there's a run on these uh, stores, please be ready. Now I can smell it. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I can smell it from over here. I'm never tasting these. <laughs> Like people taste it, Tom. No, it's not called. It's not called Tom. It's not called Yum Yum Tom. It's called Dudio Fudio. It's a huge letdown, honestly, because I love a Whopper. I'll go to Burger King. I'll get a Whopper with everything on it. Um, I don't remove any toppings. This literally just tastes like the lettuce. I don't recommend. Don't bring them into the states. Scale of one to five. What do you give it? This is a uh, 0.4 Dudio. 0. 0.4. 0.4. 0.4 Dudios. My GPA. That was very <laughs> exciting. Mm. Yeah. 
Anyone else? I'll bring these out to let the crew. Terrible. You sure you don't want to try one? Oh, I'm. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Here we go on the screen. It's Ross. Oh, See, God. I did not do this, Jason. What is this? They're showing Ross Matthews Come with his on. bagel chips. I did try some Trader Joe's stuff with them. I tried their uh, pumpkin samosas with Drew. Look at this. He does not have the flair. He doesn't almost throw up when doing the whiff. Do the whiff. Come on, Ross. He does, he does a look. He doesn't even do a whiff. First of all, they just showed Ross... Matthews on the Drew Barrymore show. Larry's doing the whiff now, but he was looking into the chip bag. Like, what do you expect to see looking back at you? Basket Price. case? It's a face in there? Hey, Ross. <laughs> oh, God. Nah. All right. This is disgusting. This Those can't even be washed terrible. I'm going to give them to the crew. I love how on oh. the chat people are saying Tavy, who's one of the. Love Tavy. One of the troublemakers on the <laughs> I show, don't think and I don't so. mean it in a bad way. We all need the, we all need trouble. Uh, Keeps you centered. Tavy says, "Eat the chip." Why won't Tom eat the <clears throat> chip? Eat the chip. I'm disgusted that he won't eat the chip. This is a scam. He won't eat the chip. I'm not eating the chip. No, I'm not eating the chip. Get that out of here. You sure? Oh, I've please. Do you like lettuce? I'm not the one doing the food reviews here. <laughs> yeah. This All is right. awful. All right, you and, your, you and your chips, get out of I'm here. Give them to Andrew and Wes and show. Davis. Yeah. I don't think up, we want them either. They don't want them either, but we're going to find out. Thank you yes. for the the inaugural episode of... Di Any idea what might be on the next installment? Oh, I'll surprise you. I'll okay. Surprise. And it will be... Let's put it on the books for... Uh, June of 2027. Okay. The next segment. Yes. Now that's disgusting. The studio smells awful now. It really smells like a. Ridiculously. Smells like chip. It doesn't smell. It smells like if they did chips that were like bowling alley shoes. It smells like a bowling alley. Smells like bowling alley shoes in here. Now. I can hear you guys in the headphones eating the chips. Please, for the love of Christ uh, himself. We thought people would want to know what we thought about Andrew, the chips. Andrew, I don't want to hear it. Okay. I don't want to hear you guys eat the chips. You and your chips hit the road. No, that was a great segment. Dudio Fudio, the newest. The, some are saying the breakout segment on the best show. Uh. Actually, they mean not break out. They mean break their speakers so they don't have to hear it. Segment on the best. No, I love that. That was fun. And those chips are so gross smelling. They're out of here, and it's now like now that the room smells like those chips. Let's go back to the phones. 201-989-0012. Let's get some calls going here, people. Let's get some calls going. I don't like this. Hey, I wanted to tell you all a couple things. Tonight we got a few plugs we're just doing for our friends. Our friend Matt Berry, he was on the show uh, recently. We all love him. One of the funniest people ever. Who doesn't love Matt? Matt... does of course everybody knows toast of london right you don't know toast of london 
every season of Toast of London is available for free on Roku at the Roku channel. So check that out. Matt's as funny as it gets. Toast of London rules and you can check it out there. And also heard on the show recently, one of my favorite people on this godforsaken planet is a kid named Andrew Weinberg. He was in studio recently talking about a new show that he wrote and produced on called Jury Duty. Now, I've seen, uh, there's eight episodes. I've seen six of the eight. I really like this show. It's really funny. It's kind of, it's kind of a reality pranky thing with a jury and a court case with only one person thinks it's real. One, everybody else is an actor. And it's so much fun. It's so funny. And this is what I'm going to say. I know a lot of people are like, oh, prank stuff. I don't know about this prank stuff. I don't like watching people get pranked. Well, I want to say this about it. They're not hurting. This guy, it's not like they're pranking him to humiliate him. He's, he's the good, he's in a world, he's the one normal person in a weird world. And the guy, Ronald, who is the, the real person in the room full of actors, I love him. This guy is so sweet and so kind and you're just cheering for him. You love him. And I've watched six of these eight episodes. These final two, I'm going to watch this Friday when it comes out on Friday. The final two come out on Friday on something called Freevee, which is a free streaming service. Occasionally you'll get a commercial for some sort of mesophilioma lawsuit uh thing maybe you get a thing where you can uh do a reverse mortgage but you watch some commercials you get these shows for free it's great highest recommendation jury duty check it out two more episodes to go freebie so and this free V, look, I don't have any horse in the race with this thing. I've got no pie oh my on this race. And you'd think that these freaking best show guys would at some point do a painting of me the way they did of Tony Soprano and pie oh my. You'd think they'd honor me with some sort of painting. Now. By this point, you'd think there'd be some sort of monument. Thanks, Tom. You're the best. No, no. Don't worry. <clears throat> A painting of me looking like Napoleon. With a motorcycle. No, they didn't. That's fine. I didn't want it anyway. Just like I didn't want to be on Make Mike Marvel. 
This free V is free. Oh, it's free. You get some dumb commercials. Get some dumb commercials on it. Uh, Netflix, though. Oh, that's a classy. That's a classy channel. Is it? I spent all freaking Sunday. You know my love of love is blind and too hot to handle. And perfect match and all the rest. So I love this show, Love is Blind. They're hyping this thing. They're saying, here's the live finale, the the reunion show. And it's going to be live on Netflix. So me and uh, Julia, we spend all freaking day getting ready for this thing. We're counting down the hours. Oh, only three hours to go before Love is Blind. We got to be ready. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Are you? Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready too. Waiting for this live finale to air on Netflix, a pay streaming service that's been rubbing our face in this thing. Tune in for the live finale. The lot. Okay, I'm going to tune in. 5 p.m. on Sunday. I click to tune into this thing. Error. 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 So I was talking to Ted Kennedy, all the errors. Never heard so many errors. Then you check on Twitter. Hey, it's coming up. Hang tight, everybody. You can bring our guest in also. We got a an up-and-comer uh, coming in the studio tonight. They're supposed to do this freaking thing. It never works. All night long. Error, error, error. Then finally they're just like, like Netflix is being cute about it. Like, ooh, whoopsie doopsie. Sorry, everybody. Uh, We told you it would be a a memorable night or whatever they were saying. I'm saying this right now, and I'm looking at you. I demand. And this is not a joke now. I'm not joking anymore. This is a real demand. This is Tom talking right now. Everybody at Netflix should be ashamed of themselves. I demand $75,000 for my pain and suffering. My little heart broke when I didn't get to watch. You know the little heart in my little chest? It broke. When I didn't get to watch Love is Blind reunion. I love the idea they're like, it's a live event. Now, they put up a painting of me with pie oh my that's just you slap my face on that thing that ain't pie oh my and i said i wanted a motorcycle not pie oh my so i go to watch this thing and it's not there 
Netflix. You blew it. You blew it, Netflix. You blew it. You build the thing up. You broke my little heart, Netflix. I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. I didn't get to watch the Love is Blind reunion. I don't know what happened with Irina or Brett or Jacqueline or Zach or Micah or Paul or Marshall. I don't know. I'll never know now. I'll never know. Thanks, Netflix. You took a little boy's dream or bliss. Thank you on the chat. I appreciate that. Enland Empire wants to know about bliss. I'll never know. Netflix, you told us all that we could dare to dream. You taught us about the stranger things in life. You made us realize that Dave Chappelle, not a good guy. The villain, his bad guy, Dave Chappelle. You made us realize the toys we grew up with, the movies we grew up with, all these things that we loved. The Ranch. One of my favorite shows ever, The Ranch. A huge kutch head. All of this is just dust in the wind. Because we thought it was time to find out if love was truly blind. And the thing we found out is that Netflix is truly a pile of garbage. So I demand $75,000 in crypto on the blockchain, NFTs, scary gorilla or whatever those things were, angry ape. Or this Netflix bashing will not stop. It's going to be this every week. Now, I was told also that, first of all, no reply from Jason Manzukis. I sent the request in. I'm hoping I hear from him soon. We'll get him on the show. The best show is uh, about a lot. I'm going to let this Netflix thing go. Maybe the 75K is waiting for me out there. A big pile of crypto. Just waiting. Man. What's your favorite flavor of crypto? I like cookies and cream. Nom, 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 nom. Enough with the Netflix talk. Enough with the free V talk. Best show is a place where a lot of times we, we talk to the old hands, the, the vets, the Kevin Corrigans, the, 
Avalanche Bob's Rest in Power. The old timers. Now, Kevin Carter's not an old timer, but he's a vet. He's been at this a long He's not a veterinarian. Maybe he is. He can, well, he, he can do so many other things. Once in a while, speaking of vets, dogs, we got to throw a bone to a face of tomorrow. Tomorrow stars today. Now, I've been told, look, truth of the matter, I don't know two things about this guy. Everything I'm about to say, I'm reading off of a screen. I was told he's very funny. I haven't seen any of it yet. He hasn't had a chance yet. That's why I haven't seen it. I'm trying to rattle him a little bit. So, uh, a comedian named Pat Finnerty. I'm told he is a musician, a podcaster. Okay, well, that's impressive. And a YouTuber. Well, that's even more impressive. From Philadelphia, that's even more impressive. And that you, Pat, welcome to the best show. And look, I'm breaking you down to build you back up. It's like the army. I loved it. It's like an officer and a gentleman. Yeah. You ever see that movie? Uh, you know what? I don't think I have, but I do know one thing, Tom. It stinks in here. It's gross in here. Thank you, Pat. Jason and those godforsaken chips. My my eyes oh. watered when I brought yeah. Pat in, and oh quickly I had to get out. You're yeah. doing that whole love is blind thing, and I watch too, Tom. I watch. Yeah. Um, I and think I'm blind. Now I know about Zach. Chips. And I'm trying to hold back from laughing. I mean, yeah. it's it's it stinks unfair. in here. It's Unbelievable gross in here. <laughs> So, yeah, Pat, mm-hmm. you call the show. Yeah, I do. From yeah. what I've been told. Yes, I do. And what name do you call as? Pat from Philly. Pat from Philly. Those are good calls. So this guy is good. Yeah. I told you. I don't know why anybody doubted me. I'm trying to say the staff. Let's get Pat Finnerty on. Let's get Pat Finnerty. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. Sticky hands. I'm a fan. They said you got sticky fingers. Yeah, a little bit. I was stuff, I was sniffing around in the bed. The, the, the stuff stage. tends to grow legs when Pat Finnerty's around. Philadelphia. It's Philly. Yeah. Now, Pat, yeah. that's not true. I made that up. He, this guy's as honest as the day is long. What brings you to Los Angeles, Pat? Since you're Pat from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you're obviously not in Philadelphia now. Right. Um. I was in, you know, you mentioned that I'm a YouTuber. Thanks, thanks, yeah. Tom. Appreciate that. That happened. Be- how does one become a YouTuber? It was tough. I mean, it seems tough. It is. It's real tough. Um, does the dot com go before YouTube or after YouTube? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's there's- sign in. What? Right. Login. Yep. The videos take a long time I, to upload too. I see that and I just go, eh. Mm-hmm. I got other things to do. The videos do take a while to up. What is a what type of things are you posting on this YouTube? I kind of, you know, I'm a I'm a musician first, some guitar player, lifer, uh, unsuccessful unsuccessful musician for the most part. I've been in some good bands, but okay. you know, nothing really happened. What kind of bands in the scene? What kind of bands? You know, Philadelphia indie indie rock. You know, um, sure. I've played Johnny Brenda's probably four hundred times. You know who else played Johnny Brenda's uh, Creed's? Uh, partner 
Creed's lady. Creed's, I thought first, I thought you were going to talk about like Scott, the drummer from Creed or Mark Tremonti. No, 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 no. Creed, the boxer. Right. Which was, you know. Uh, he went to see shows there. Mm-hmm. And, and as of you. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, you yeah. know, I've, I've played Union Transfer. I've played the Fillmore. I've played, I've played pretty much all of the Philly venues um, as I've gotten older, being okay. like a hired gunish kind of guitar player. But, um, you know, so I've done all that kind of stuff. And then okay. uh, COVID-19, as we all know, yeah. and couldn't play shows. So um, I watch a lot of YouTube about yeah. music. I like gear, but I hate gear at the same time. Okay. I know everything about it, but it, there's too much talk about gear. So you appreciate what gear can do. Mm-hmm. But you get mad at the fetishizing of equipment. You're more about the creative experience. What are you going to do with it? Not what do you own? Mm-hmm. But I also love it myself, too. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite. But there's like fuzz pedals in, in grocery stores at this point. You know what I mean? Sure. And there's all there these. Are? There there might be. There's all these YouTubers. Yeah, now there might be. There might be. I changed. I changed up. But um, or it could be you'll have to check in Vons, Tom, or uh, or, or Ralphs. Ralphs. You know, I'm an LA guy now. I'm an LA guy now. I went to two Vons, two different Vons. Okay. What's the other one? Name another grocery store out here. I'm Giant. I'm Acme. You know who I am. This guy's an Acme guy. Yeah, it's like Phil Margera. Is that Acme? Is that Bam's father? Bam's father worked at Acme in the Westchester in the bake the Westchester, PA Acme. Worked in the made baked the cakes, those delicious Acme cakes. Bam Town, which are ninety percent icing. Right. Yeah. But you know, Entman's tasty. Any cake. chance we could get this icing sweeter? Right. I'll pour another bag of sugar in. Would that do the trick? Yeah, I don't have diabetes yet from one slice of cake. <laughs> These grocery store cakes, guys. I'm not saying the guys the thing's got to taste like cardboard. You can. Tap the brakes a little bit on the sugar. The pies, too, and where they are, yeah. and you look at them, yeah. and you think about them. You know what I mean? And the those muffins, they're always kind of calling my name, but then, you know, you bring them home. And, and they're very big, and you don't need four of them. Right. If only they would sell one muffin at a time. Yeah. If only there was some establishment that sold some sort of bake <laughs> Right. But the muffin with integrity, too, that doesn't just, like, See, get annihilated the second you bite into it. This is why I wanted this guy on the show. And I'm overriding the staff. They said no way. <laughs> I'm saying, bring please, get him in here. No, you need a muffin, like a corn muffin. Can't be too dry. Yeah. But it can't be too, can't be too, too sweet either. You want that? You ever put a corn muffin on a grill? No. But, oh my god, a griddle. Yeah. You ever go to like a, a diner? One thing you're gonna understand, Pat. Now, what what brought we didn't get to? What so YouTube brought you out here? I, so YouTube brought me out here. There's this channel on YouTube. They call them channels, Tom. There's a channel on YouTube. They love saying subscribe to my channel. Okay. Um, and uh, it's called "What Makes This Song Great" by this guy named Rick Beato, and he's like the guy. Like yeah. the YouTubers, he's like interviewing Sting at this point. Like he's he's risen to the level. Did and, he is that? Did he lose a bet or something? Where he had right. to, some sort of court ordered punishment? Gordon that he had to sit and talk to Gordon, Gordon Sumner. Sumner. Yes. So 
This guy makes these videos. What makes this song great? great? Where he breaks down songs. So he'll take like a killer song yeah. and he'll be like, you know, he's singing the sixth over the first chord, which gives you that intervallic. So it's all it's all shop talk. <laughs> right. It's Mr. Brightside. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, uh, da, 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 da. but the, you know, the bass is moving and it's like the bass is going to play the four, but the, but the vocal is singing a seven. So like he's breaking these songs down. He did it for like Blink-182. And I'm like, Hoppus. I'm like, Hoppus doesn't even know what a C chord is. Yeah. And this guy's breaking it down as if he's uh, dealing with, uh, he's, he's breaking down some. Uh, like a like Yes a song or something. Or yeah, or, or a Mozart song. Yes. So I started a series called What Makes This Song Stink? Oh, where okay. I where yes. I break down, you know, yeah. rotten songs. Yeah. Like yeah. what is, what's the, what's the archetypical song that he would do? What would be like one he would do? What would what would like he would do? Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Yeah, yeah. Which like it's not a bad song, sure. but like it needs to be sent out to space. Gotcha. You know, yes, we we got enough of it. Right, we get it. Mm-hmm. But you would do what now? Three doors down, kryptonite. <laughs> now, what makes that song stink in your opinion? Almost everything. Okay. It's a shuffle. But it's got these power chords that are playing like, you know, I don't want to get too like theory into it. But basically he rhymes dark side of the moon with dark side of the moon. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it's in 2001. We don't need any more dark side of the moon. No, we get it. There is a dark side of the moon. Right. I don't want it from Roger Walters, let alone the fella in three right. doors down. Brad Arnold. Now, did, yeah. <laughs> now they they played. The Trump inauguration? Yes, they did, and that factors in as well. Okay. So I always try to pick bands that are also a pretty bad guys. Like they're, yeah, they're not helping. Because look, anybody, there's good people writing lousy songs out yeah. there. Yeah, You don't want to beat them up for just knocking out some piece of trash. Right. You're going after the villains. The villains. So how does that get you out here? That's what I want to know. So- it started, you know, people started watching stuff and paying attention. And I was just like, so then I'm like, oh, I, I got to get I got to make another one of these things. And then I did a couple on Kid Rock and I did one on MGK and I did one on Weezer. And I did what one, MGK song did you do? Emo Girl. Okay. Are you familiar I, with it? I like the song by him where he goes, I got a house in the hills and I hate it. Yeah, that sounds good. It's like, yeah, you're really reading the room there. Right. <coughs> you're mad at the house i did well i did twice for five seconds i messed my yeah it hurts for a year. it hurts i recorded a whole uh because my my video on him i was just like if this guy is gonna be punk <coughs> if this guy's punk mm-hmm. yeah then you know what i wish that i never i i talk a lot about like you know i wish i never had a real musical conscience in a way mm-hmm. and i could just like go winner nanner 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 yeah. And like, I wish I did that when I was 20 because sure, sure. then I'd have a hot tub. So I did a whole video and started my own fake band called August is Falling, like an okay. emo pop punk band. August is Falling. And I recorded the whole EP and it hurt. It hurt. Um, That's amazing. Singing those songs. And it's yeah. the most successful album I've ever had. I got to start getting into, <laughs> not that, I can't do fake emo, but what I want to start doing is <clears throat> I want to start recording the slowed down updated songs that you hear on 
like Love Island, UK, or when you're on the Universal City Walk and they'll play like like this new version of like, I want to dance with somebody. Right. I want to feel the heat with some like these slow dance uh-huh. that nobody asked for. Be like, who dope. wanted that? You know, it's you know uh, that song. I want to dance with somebody. It's too bad we don't have a version where somebody's slowly breath singing it. The world is a vampire. Uh, we could do movie trailers, right? I gotta get start doing songs like that. What are some good ones I could do? Like. It's been one week since you looked at me. The violin. Caught your head to the side and said you're angry. Hold me now and make a hood wink. And make you stop, think. You think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the chalet Swiss. That would never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Big like Leanne rhymes because I'm all about value. Bert Kempfer's got the mad hits. I try to match it. You try to hold me, but I bust through. That's like that. Mm-hmm. Why am I not rich with doing these? I think Westworld put that on the map. I remember hearing like I that watched the song f- that no, was in Westworld. No, the I first season. Westworld now. The first season of Westworld. Yep, it was like a dramatic version of like a Radiohead song, okay. even though they're already dramatic. Yeah. But it was like, oh yeah, you know, finally I mean? a dramatic version of a <laughs> right. Radiohead song. Now I was going to sing along with you, Tom, but yeah. I will. Rem- I, I, I'm Pat. I, I did not. And Pat, you, I'm just going to say this. Mm-hmm. You earned your seat in the studio. That was a test. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to sing that song. I was doing a Willy Wonka test. You didn't join in. They, people can't help it sometimes. It's like I'll be like, China, the China, the China, and there's just people like the Chinese chicken mm-hmm. with everything, and your brain stops ticking. Watching X Files with the lights on. Well, I learned the hard way with because no lights on. The first Sorry, time, I apologize to uh, the dudes and uh, bare naked ladies. The first time I ever called the best show. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't like where this is going. I was talking. I'm a, I'm a fan, Tom, and I'll say it. Right. I'll say it. Um, so this is a thrill for me to be here. Okay. The first time I called, mm-hmm. um, I was talking about the making of Aerosmith, Pump. And there's a documentary about it. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And I made I made a couple of mistakes on that mm-hmm. call. Yeah. It was a good call. Okay. Um, but I ended up getting gomped. And wow. and this is how it happened. So mm-hmm. The first thing I did that I that I kind of had to shake off was that I referred to the making of Pump as essential. And you, you know, you didn't care for that. Now, I don't I don't blame you, but it is, Tom. It is. But I was like, did I say essential? You're like, essential. Is it essential? The word, <laughs> the word essential I know. the last bunch of years I know. implied something different. I know. It implied, hey, I know... Uh, I want to just tell my kids and my partner, I got to keep working at this hospital. There are people fighting COVID. Right. I know it's scary, but I'm an essential worker. Right. And then just jump to the other things. It's like, hey, Tom, you got to watch this. The making making of pump. It's essential. (laughs) It is, though. They've got Joey Kramer by a ladder, you know. 
It's, yeah. it's incredible. So mm-hmm. I called and then you started singing what it takes. And I came in on the oh, high part yeah, you and I was going to sing a harmony with you. I couldn't hold back. Mm-hmm. And then you said, why did you do that? Ooh. That was my moment and yeah. get off my phone. There that was, that well, was my first call sometimes. Well, trial by far fire path. Mm-hmm. Now look at you. Now look in you're studio. You're weaving, you're cutting, you're right. dodging every trap I throw your way. <laughs> it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark in here. Throw me the whip. Proud moment for Alfred Molina. Throw me the whip. Can I ask you a question, Tom? Oh, I wish I could say yes. No, what is the question? Um, what's your favorite part of Love Island, UK? Because I, it's, it's, I watch way too okay. much of it. Well, here's can what we, we're going to do. Can we do a thing, say it at the same time? We're going to do this first. Let's go through one through four are not my speed. Five through nine, I'm that's that's what I'm a student of. Okay, I'm on four right now, but I've done nine. We could talk about Gemma if you you want. You did four. Did you do five, six, seven, and eight? Uh, You're one through four and nine. One through four, eight and nine, I believe. Eight and nine. My girlfriend gave up, and I'm still in. I'm still in the villa. For people who don't understand, (laughs) Love Island. Let me just bring. Uh, who's out? A- Andrew, Andrew, just talk. Yes, how are you doing? Andrew, engineer Andrew, and this is one of the great people on the show now. It's a gift to have you here every week, Andrew. Wait, oh, thanks, Tom. How many episodes do you think is in a... Did you know how many episodes are in a season of Love Island? I just finished season five, just, my first okay. my first season. So you do know. And it was about, I think, by the no, end... No, don't say it. Don't say it. I want to see if, if we can get somebody who doesn't know how many... Who... Wes? I'm actually watching uh, Australia right He's now. He's watching Australia. I did, Australia. I did Australia. You did? Okay. Yeah. Not Brett, as good. Brett Boehm, are you in the building? Uh, he's not in the control room right now. He's in the building. He's around. He'll he'll be here in a sec. Probably in there doing uh, uh, Cape Fear push-ups. So the, you guys are all heads? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mike's going to be your best bet here because be I've watched a ton right, of right. UK. Mike? Mike? Yes, Tom. I love it. There it is. There's a show called Love Island. How many episodes do you think there are in a season? Six. Six. <laughs> Higher. Twelve. Uh, thirteen. <laughs> higher. So Pat and Mike are on now. Pat says thirteen. Higher. Holy cow. Twenty-five. Higher. Gotta be an even number. Thirty. Higher. Oh my god. And come on in, Jason, for uh, 36, 40, higher, higher. Wow. For a season. Season. 50 episodes. Pat. Higher. Holy cow. 60. 60. 60 hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But don't worry, Mike. The only important thing that happens is people sitting by a pool. <laughs> and after three weeks, they just go, I kissed her. And they go, oh! Go a bit of a snog. Yeah. So. 60 episodes. So, episode, so Pat, I'm going to test you now. Not Pat Byrne. Pat Finnerty, the comedian 
And where can people find you, Pat? You know, the the, the usual traps. Instagram, YouTube, yeah. Pat right. Finnerty will get you there. Pat Finnerty will get you there. I mm-hmm. love it. Season five. You're familiar with season five. I think so, but I could, I could, you know, okay. if you want to go nine, I definitely well, let's know do nine. nine. Yeah. Who is, let me think. I got to figure mine out on this. Who's your, who's your favorite, who's your least favorite person on season nine? We're going to say it on the count I don't, of ooh. three. Season nine, I, get it in your I'm head. on three right now, Tom. Can I Google real quick? For season nine? Just yeah. to have a quick no, of little, course, of course. I know my favorite. Of I don't, course. I don't know my least favorite yet. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, Love Island, and it's always hard to, it's always scary to Google Love Island because you don't want to, um, spoiler. Yes, no, you can't, you can't search it, it's one of the, it's like Colonel Tom Parker said, yes, yes, quite a conundrum. Okay, cast. Um. Waiting for that to break out my Colonel Tom Parker impression. Yes, yes, quite a conundrum. Is season nine happening right now? That's over. Okay, yeah. did is, is season nine Gemma and Luca? No, that's season eight. All right, can we do eight? Yeah, we'll do eight. All right, course. Luca, Luca Bish. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Season eight. <laughs> season eight. Your, so you, your you, favorite cast member of season eight is on the count of three. One, two, three. Gemma. Day. Gemma. Love Gemma. Ooh. No, Davide's great, but I forgot because I didn't. I forgot about Gemma and and Ek and Sue. Obviously, no, Davide's the best. I would have said that had I remembered him. I'm gonna find this clip. I always miss Ek and Sue. Ek and Sue. The Ek and Sue. Davide, and it took like it took Ek and Sue like fourteen to twenty four episodes to pronounce his name correctly. Yeah, she kept saying Davide. I haven't watched their their spinoff. Have you? I, I haven't got that I dirty. I watched three three episodes. <laughs> three <myself>. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Davide, liar, actress. Can we hum the theme song at the same time? Um. And then the one that goes. Can you do do? I'm gonna do. See if I can do any of the interstitial music, and you tell me whether I'm doing. Rant, 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 rant. Oh my god, that right? hit my core. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Almost as much as it still stinks in here. Yeah. Now, uh. I do want to say <laughs> that the crew in there has been eating barbecue, so it could be leaching it's through, not. but I don't, I do think it's it is not. the Doritos. All right, now. I do. So you are in L.A. Why? We're still not yeah. all the way there. Real quick. So I do this, you know, my my video. I'm doing a video now on a certain uh, guitar player that's that's famous. I don't want to exactly, you know, I don't care. I'm doing a video on John Mayer. And, uh, and he's a big dog in the YouTube world. He is the biggest dog. Like, they all love him. They, he's the only guitar player. He's the only guitar player. And, you know, I play guitar and, and I like Mark Knopfler a lot. Sure. Now, I've so does seen he. things on YouTube. I've seen other guitar players on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, you might have a different YouTube than I do that only has John Mayer on it. No, just these guys that I kind of poke fun at. OK. Um, in my videos. So I kind of do a parody. So you hang out with him now. Are you out here to meet him? No, I, I went to a conference called NAMM. Uh, the North American Music Merchandisers yeah. Conference, I believe. Is that what it stands for? Mm-hmm. Which is just be just kind of like, 
yeah, we got these new uh, toms uh, for drums and stuff. And it's just like people price them to distribute. It's like a, it's a it's a music convention for equipment. Yes, it, it's kind of like you know a Wizard World and a convention put together with like a Dream Theater concert. Like that, that's that's essentially. I mean, the amount of chain wallets per square foot mm-hmm. in this building is incredible. It, like I don't know how many times I walked past Buck Cherry, but like it it was awesome. Like just from a Those you know guys, I like. Those dudes are raunchy, and I love it. Josh Todd. I love it. I do a show about a fake radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Uh You do? Yeah. What's it called? The Worm. Oh. Yeah. What are the the numbers? What's the uh, frequency? Uh, 76.5. The Worm? worm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm going to listen. That sounds sounds really great. Yeah. We got all these characters too. Art Spark. <laughs> we do. It's really funny. You should check. I am it out. gonna. I am gonna listen to that on the drive uh-huh. home. No, and I do. Uh, I, it's not me alone. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Who do you do it with? This guy Gorf Gorflock. <laughs> oh my God, Gorf Gorflock. Yeah. I don't know how you got him. He's a very talented young man. He's very good. Um. So this game now, we did it months ago, the Suck Olympics, where I was challenged to identify music. Right. Current music. Current music by bands that are terrible. Yes. So, And you were showing the picture. Yes. And I had to, how did I have to do that one again? So what we did is we gave you a list of the names and we would play the song for you. And you would have to guess... That's right. Which okay. band name went with the song? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, today, it's the Suck Olympics 2, Tom. The Suck Olympics 2. And it's the worst of streaming. So we are going to be covering mm-hmm. 15 questions. Okay. The first five are streaming movies, the top streaming movies right now okay. in the past week. Okay. And then the top streaming shows of the past week mm-hmm. and the top streaming reality shows. Of the past week. Okay. So Each have to name how many now? 15 total. 15 total. You have to get eight right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to give me what? We're going to give you a description and you'll see a little bit of, of it up here on the screen. But first, Tom, we have to start with a theme. Maybe you're really good at this. Oh, maybe you really suck at it. Either way, you found yourself in the middle of the Suck Olympics. The Suck Olympics. Everybody's cheering you on. Everybody wants you to win. Win, You can't stop. You gotta go to the top. 
It's, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. What will you do? What will you do? Who will you prove is number one? All right, Tom, let's get into it. This is the first round of Suck Olympics 2. Just one thing I want to say. Oh, hold on. I'll stop the theme. Yeah. You've heard theme songs before, right? Yeah, and that's you know why how, I, I did that one sure. perfectly. You know if you watch like the opening credits to like Happy Days, Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Happy Days. Yeah. You didn't hear that? Da, 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 well, don't play the whole song. Who will be number one? All right, here we go. Okay, okay. let's do this. Here we go. Uh, first question. Let's get it up on the screen. A divorced couple teams up and travels to Bali to stop their daughter from making the same mistake they think they made 25 years ago. Is this love in Bali, ticket to paradise, wedding island, or love again? B, ticket to paradise. God, you make us happy. There you go. You won. So that's one for Tom. Here we go. Number two, a noir set a noir thriller set in Miami. The film follows a man who discovers his femme fatale boss has branched out into cyber sex trafficking, putting a young runaway he's befriended at risk. He sacrifices everything to save the young girl from the deadly organization he spent his life building. Is it femme fatale boss? Miami Heat 2022. The enforcer or the runaway and the gun? A femme fatale boss. Good God. It's actually the enforcer. Uh, Sorry, Tom. Antonio Banderas. Yes. Or is that Shia LaBeouf Sr.? He, he, Shia, Shia Sr. Is that gun, is yeah. that gun photoshopped? Yeah, there's no <laughs> way he's holding that gun. And also, he's huge. Yeah. Look at that city. He could just sweep <laughs> that gun and knock over skyscrapers. <laughs> He doesn't right. need the gun. No. Just All right. Up one of those buildings, start hitting people in the head with it. All right. Number well, three, Tom. So yeah. far, you have one on the board. Yes, yes. A deep sea submersible pilot revisits his past fears in the Mariana Trench and accidentally unleashes the 70-foot ancestor of the great white shark believed to be extinct. Right. Is this deep shark, the Meg, deep blue, or old shark? I know it's not the Meg, and I know it's not Deep Blue. Those are, I know those movies. Now it comes down to whether it's Old Shark or Deep Shark. Man, that's a tricky one because Old Shark, it's probably Old Shark, but Deep Shark sounds so obvious as a title that it might be too obvious. <laughs> D Old Shark. Old Shark. So you're going with D. That's your final yeah. answer. No. You are letting us oh, wait. all down. Wait, hold on. These are not movies made for. No, these are the popular streaming movies oh, okay. right, right now. Okay, see, right I now. Thought, okay, 
Then yes. I, I would have gone with the Meg on that. I you thought it was okay. I th- okay, never mind. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, right. no. These, now and some take, of them are I'll made take, for streaming. Okay, I'll some, take the, but, I'll, oh, oh, I'm ready then. Now okay. I'm ready. Now I'm going to win every one of these. Okay. categories. Here we go. Question number four. A former basketball all star who has lost his wife and family foundation in the a stri- way back. Uh, you sure it's not Coach Pills? See, now I'm all fired up now. Read the rest of the thing, please. Ding, I don't ding, want ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, ding. You do not suck on this one. Look at there that. you go. There you go. Two on the board for two Tom. Board. Here we go. It was not okay. good by coach either. So number five, a woman accidentally caught in a dark deal, turns the tables on her captors and transforms into a merciless warrior evolved beyond human logic. And that is a picture from this? Yes. A Lucy. Oh, my God. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Pat. maybe you're uh, too good for the Suck Olympics. Pat, okay. what, are you, what are your thoughts so far that I have four now? You have three, three. on the board. Yes. Three on the board. Yep. I think you're doing great, Tom. I was Thank hoping you. that there was actually a movie called Old Shark. Old Shark would be a great one. <laughs> sure, we Old should Shark. just write it. We should write it on an episode of the best show. It's a shark that's old. <laughs> old Shark, look at my life. <laughs> I'm a lot like you. You know, the old story shark. of that is, uh, you know, I went to this uh, aquarium. I bought an aquarium. And but, but, it came with this old shark was in one of the tanks. <laughs> It kind of cleans up around yeah. here. And he said, I guess I'm your shark now. A man, <laughs> a man needs a shark. Okay, here we go. Number six, in the wake of King Edward's death, oh Uhtred of Bebenberg and his comrades adventure across a fractured kingdom in the hopes of uniting England at last. Is this number one? The last kingdom, swords aplenty. The last kingdom, long reign the king. The last kingdom, seven kings must die. Or is it the last kingdom, kiss me sword, mate? In the wake of King Edward's death, Uhtred of... I love how you're breaking this down. This is this is what they tell you to do on Millionaire. feel for the... C. Last king, seven kings must die. Ding, 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 nice. ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. That was great. Make us happy. So was it the uniting of all of the kingdoms that brought no, it the was, answer which to you? was the more exciting title. Okay. I went with what the more exciting title was. See, I would have gone with Swords of Plenty myself. That one kind of had the stink of it. Had a little Jason Gore stink on it. Did, a little dudio on that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, here we go. We are out of streaming movies. We're going right into popular streaming shows. And this next one, a road rage incident between two strangers, a falling con- failing contractor and an unfulfilled entrepreneur sparks a feud that brings out their darkest impulses. Is it ragers, beef, our dark place or feud? Uh, let's say be beef. Ding, 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 ding. All the right. Yeah. This guy. Good one. And I'm not Good looking one. at the, I don't know if people are saying anything in chat. I do not have the inner, I have just my, nobody's, my nobody's, yeah, I don't even have the chat up here. Okay. A disgraced cop in debt is forced to return to his home in the state of Florida for a shady mission only to get swept up in a wild and deadly treasure hunt. Is it Florida, man? Tallahassee Joe. Only in Orlando or the hunt is on. 
Oh, hey, Florida man. Right. Okay. Hell yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Six. Yeah, maybe you're uh, too good for the second. There we go. There we go. Here we go. In 1977, they were on top of the world. And then, after a sold-out show at Chicago Soldier Field, they called it quits. Now, decades later, the band members finally agree to reveal the truth. Is it Doug and the boys? The truth. You can't rock in Chicago anymore. Or Daisy Jones and the Six. First of all, I just want to say, I'm not here to give you line readings. Okay. That would be rude. That would, no, I, 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 I can, I'm working on... Accepting criticism. This is how I would read that description. Please, please. In 1977, they were on top of the world. And then, after a sold-out show at Soldier Field, they called it quits. Decades later, the band finally agrees to reveal the truth. This is what you did. And I'm not critiquing. No, no, I'd love to hear it. I'm the voice of Greg Universe. Hey, you're a legend. You are a legend here. on Adventure Time. I, I, yeah. You did a little... They call it quits. You gave a little. They I that I put my pers- I I put my own personal spin Jason, on it. This is what you have to realize. I did. When you're doing something for a program like D Daisy Jones and the Six, boom! You need to show it the proper respect. Ding 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 ding. That's that's seven so far. Tom. Seven so, so far. So you just need one more to win. Yeah. So okay. we're upping it to ten. That's okay. the suck Olympics, man. Scared. That's I'm how it scared. rules. I'm not scared of that. Okay, then here we go. Follow the violent world of the Dutton family, who controls the largest mm-hmm. ranch in the United States, led by their patriarch, John Dutton. The family defends their property against constant attack by land developers, an Indian reservation, and America's first national park. Is it Yosemite, Badlands, Yellowstone, or Arches National Park? Well, I would say... It is a cultural phenomenon. It has disproven that the coastal people are superior. These are my people. <laughs> we call ourselves C. Yellowstone. There you We're go. Oh, my God, you make us happy. There you we call go. ourselves the Yellowstone. Very nice. Very nice. We Eight don't need points. your broad city or your, <laughs> or your succession. Yeah, I don't like to think. I like to just turn it on and let it pull me in like I'm in the park. Look, if there's anything where I can be Kevin Costner and he's got a shovel, oh, sign please. me up. Oh, God. Have you ever seen it? I tried. There's an episode, and I've dabbled a little bit. It's terrible. It's okay. terrible. But I'm in there. I'm yeah. hanging in. Yeah. They have these montages where they just play a new country song. Mm-hmm. Like that eats up 14 minutes of the episode and they just show people like riding on horses. Love it. Like it's like Baywatch basically. Right. And uh, anyway, he got, he got shot so many times. Nay, watch. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on the board. There we go. I've never seen a character get shot more and survive. Kevin Costner got shot probably a hundred times right in his chest. But no one kills John Dutton. No. He's wearing Terrible a bulletproof show. denim jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Next question. While monitoring an emergency line, a vigilant FBI agent answers a call that plunges him into a deadly conspiracy involving a mole at the White House. Is it the night agent? Find the mole. White House at night, mole's delight. Or answer the call. See what you did there. You thought you were being cute. Uh-huh. C is a joke. You thought I would think C is a jokey version of the real one, which is B. 
but it's a the night age. Oh my god! See, you, okay, all right, nine, very good. Mm. Here we go. Have you watched the Night Agent? Have you seen most of these shows? Well, I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them. Okay. I've seen none of them. <laughs> I've seen none of these shows. I'm too busy watching 60 hours of Love Island. Right, right. Okay, next question. A player the Monopoly, or don't play me. <laughs> David. David. Thank you. A respected London surgeon's affair with his son's fiance turns into an erotic infatuation that threatens to change their lives forever. Is it obsession? Infatuation? Time to F? Or sex o'clock. Well, I don't know this one. So I'm going to say time to F sounds like more of a jokey one. I don't think so. And I would say sex o'clock also feels slightly jokey. It's a European. Sure. Uh, no, one I understand there me, are I cultural think. differences. Yeah. but You go to France and sex o'clock's on literally all the time. I'm just going to say the son's, hold on, a respected London affair with the son's fiance. And the word infatuation is in the thing there. See, that's the fake out right there. Whether you're seeing if I step into, if that's a trap or a clue. Obsession is such a generic title. Infatuation feels slightly juvenile, though. But this London surgeon, he's, he's getting down with the son's fiance. He really is. Yeah. And he's respected. I don't exactly know. I'm going to say B, infatuation. It's obsession. The safest bet was to stick with That's obsession. That's what I think of you okay. right now. Yep. Great. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, the answer was obsession. Yes, so. obsession. All right, here we go. Let's go into. How many do I have? Nine. You have nine. Out of? 16. 16. Okay. How many more do we have to go? We have five more to go. All okay. reality shows. Okay. All right, here we go. Watch so the, watch this is all I'm going to say. That's okay. Watch this is the number one thing that mm -hmm. people from where you grew up, West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. It's way down final, in the holler. Final words. Yes. Watch this. Watch this. They go, hey, man, watch this. They don't even say this. It's watch is. Watch this. Hey, man, watch this. His final words. Okay, so we're going to up he what you have to do. He was on top of the garage, and then he said, watch this. Hey, man, watch this. Hey, man. Hey. Man. Hey, you. Watch this. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, so we're going to up it to 13. You have to get 13 now, Tom, because you're doing so well. Singles try to match and fall in love without ever seeing each other face-to-face -face oh, as emotional geez. connection attempts Man. to conquer physical attraction. Is this cave lovers? Love is blind. Love cannot see or love in separate elevators. Well, Jason, I'm going to say, based on the fact that it's this goofball who ra did a rap for her <laughs> on the screen, uh, it's love is blind. Me. There you go. Yes. There you go. Ten. Next question. Jeremy Renner teams up with expert builders to acquire large decommissioned government vehicles and reimagine them as mind-blowing creations that serve kids and communities worldwide. Is it Ren for your life, Renner time, renovations, or do you smell what the Renner's cooking? Let's see, renovations. Eleven. Next question. I don't know what this is saying about me. Because you've said this is the Suck Olympics. Yeah. Apparently, I'm like the Michael Phelps of the Suck Olympics. 
These are the top <laughs> streaming shows sure. and movies this okay. week. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Here we go. Single women between 60 and 40 seek love with single men in their 20s while staying in a beautiful retreat in Mexico. Is it MILF Manor? Whole lot of MILF. Competing for MILF or MILF mustache? Being that I watched an episode the other day, it's a MILF Manor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know these. Uh, I know these. Being that I'm current on the season, uh, I will it say is this. a MILF Manor. I watched one episode. One, one and done on that one, baby. You're not going to keep that going. That one is the the that should be called the line for me. <laughs> it is Manor. troubling. It's yeah. a show where have you seen any of it? Oh, I'm I'm current on it. Yeah, it I've is, seen. I haven't I, I haven't got in yet. It's a show where they yeah. do things like it's like, all right, milfs, put on your blindfolds and feel the chests of these young men in front of you and try okay. to guess which one is your son. So it's an island Come where on. the That's, moms wait, and their taking sons. It literally, like no, mothers. It is, yeah. It's there is a line. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not for me, man. The show crosses. Not for me. I, I am in. To quote. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that's how it is in their family. <laughs> the one, the woman on the left, though, didn't she look like an app uh, version of, of Vanessa Lachey? Our 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 guest, what, you know, the Lachey yes, is thrown down. That she's got a little Vanessa. bit of Vanessa Lachey. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So that's what I thought it was okay. immediately. Uh, it's Milf Manor. Yeah. Pat. Next question. Yeah. In one of the toughest competition shows ever attempted, eight teams of elite athletes embark on a harrowing journey across the unforgiving Alaskan wilderness. However, with no food or shelter, they must fend for themselves and survive off the unwelcoming ant land. I don't know with this one, but I'm going to just say D, surviving Alaska. And Jesus, I know you can do better. Okay, so it's actually race to survive uh, Alaska. Okay. Final question, Tom. Here we go. It all hinges on this. No, it doesn't. Not really. You've already won. Yeah. But uh, actor Jim Belushi builds <laughs> oh, a cannabis God. business from scratch in Southern Oregon. Is it getting high with Jimmy Belushi? Is it Belushi weed, growing Belushi, or Weed Brothers Two Thousand? Never seen it. <laughs> Look at that man. I give him credit. I do too. This guy, late in the late late in the game, he finally did something where you could just be like, "Man, eh, it's kind of cool." C. Growing Belushi. You are the Suck Olympics champion. There we go. I get eleven. A gold. A gold for eleven Tom. out of sixteen. Yes. And that's with me misunderstanding the Meg question. Right, right. Oh, you know gonna, what? I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give that to you. I don't 12. want it. I won without it. <laughs> I want to let the record show. I didn't even understand the rules of this freaking <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I won. Well, the biggest rule is we get to hear the theme again. And here it is. Maybe you're really good at. That's it. No, I'm not going to make you do no, that. That was amazing. Congratulations, Tom. Thank you so much for putting that together. Yeah, that was incredible, Tom. That was amazing. well done, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Well nice done. job, Jason. Thank yeah. you. And uh, Brett Davis on the uh, suck graphics. Brett Davis, the genius. Brett Davis, the genius. I'd never heard of any of those movies, and it got real uh, bad when it was like, "Oh yeah, Love Is Blind." Okay. Yeah. Now you get back into it. Right. 
Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was something else. Milf Manor. Milf Manor. It makes me want to throw up that show. You did one episode. One. And then they showed the preview for the next episode where it was like, all right, the sons are blindfolded and they're giving blindfolded massages. They're not sure who they're massaging. It's just like, what's the goal here, everybody? What's the goal? <laughs> to watch somebody massage their mother. Is that really the goal? That's really where we want to get with this show. That's truly the objective that we got to see. Because it's like, look, it's one thing for this show. Mm-hmm. All I'm thinking about is Thanksgiving two years from now when these things are still boiling under the surface and still just like, well, maybe if you had to go on that stupid Love Matter show, none of us would be like, like yeah. the argument that finally blows up in the family. Right. Like, Oh, I'm a problem? Well, maybe you shouldn't have gone on Milf Manor. Make this whole family look like a bunch of maniacs. Why don't you rub butter all over Josh's chest right now, just like you did on Milf Manor? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was her. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> that was pitched and accepted. That was like, you know, I got an idea. Milf Manor. Yeah. And they're like, love it. They, yes. Here's the check. Here's the check. Yeah, here's the check. <laughs> right. You might want to hurry and cash it. That one might not go through. It's got alliteration. Yeah. It's Milf Manor. Yeah. <laughs> They're in a manor. Yeah. This is all because of Stifler, by the way. Like Milf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if we if you really think about it, it goes back to American Pie. Stifler yeah. has has yeah. made our yeah. society aware of the MILF. Yeah. And I was watching this movie with Stifler's mom. Yeah. Where she's on this boat and these guys got guns. Craziest thing I ever saw in my life. Mm -hmm. Don't even know the name of it. It was a six hour movie. It's a very good movie though. Well, she's great. Yes. I think it was called Stifler's Moms on Vacation in Italy this time. (laughs) Um, Now, oh, let me check the phones. I know we have a couple of people who are waiting to get on. I don't want them to be sad. I don't want them to be sad. Hello, best show. I don't want them to be sad. Hello. Hello, best show. Hello, Tom. Yes, hi. To whom am I speaking? Oh, my goodness. Uh, My name is Chris. I'm in Sacramento. Wait, Chris, where are you in? Light the beam. That's right. Yes. In fact, we are. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I, I I don't want to take up too much of your time, Tom. I just wanted to congratulate you on your paperback. Thank you, Chris. That's very and kind I, of you. I am reading uh, your hardcover, and I'm to the point where uh, you talk about having a kink in your neck and having to wear a neck brace, I had to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you that it was just so uh, amazing because I never thought anyone else would have to do something like that. And that's something I have in common with Tom. It happened when I was in school. I was in high school. Suddenly I couldn't move my neck and I had to get 
assistance and go down the hall and and everybody was staring at me. And then I had to go get a neck, yes. a neck uh, brace. They put actually it was an, not as much of a neck brace as it was one of these dog cones they put on me. Uh, <laughs> and then my family would fill it with Skittles. I eat my way out. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was in the nurse's office and uh, and uh, my neck was stuck on my shoulder. Okay. And suddenly the nurse was called away uh, because a kid had fallen and needed smelling salts. Oh my God. So you're just like, you're in pain, but somebody else was in worse shape. Triage. I was triaged out. Right. I was uh, put down on the list. So, uh, but yeah, that was a, I never want that to happen again. And so far it, uh, it hasn't. So I've enjoyed your, your guest. I look forward to uh, listening to his music. It's a fun show. And uh, I thought the game was very nice too. I really enjoyed that. Yes. Pat. So I will let you get on with the show. Yeah, you're a classic. Chris, I just want to tell you one thing. I want to ask you one thing. Can you see that beam when they light the beam? When the when the Sacramento Kings light that beam, do you see the? Do you see it? (laughs) I can only no, not from my house. But when you drive toward town, uh, Uh, then you can see the beam, and and you feel this warm. Kind of glow in your chest you know uh, about if you the are a oh, yeah. sports fan, of course. It's so amazing when they say "light that beam," mm-hmm. and then you, the player slaps a giant, cartoonishly huge button. someday <laughs> I get. I need something like that for the show. That is correct. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks so much yeah. for the call. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yes. Goodbye. That's how it goes sometimes. So. My friends, the time has come to raise the roof. And no, it's my Lionel Richie spoken word uh, thing I do. Everybody, thanks for listening to the best show. Pat Finnerty coming in. You're very funny, Pat. And I'm going to say this I don't say this often. Usually people come in here and I have high hopes and they let me down. <laughs> Pat, I had high hopes. You exceeded the high hopes. Thank you, Tom. That means a lot. Scott, what's the best thing about living in Philly? The Sixers, even though you don't like Embiid. I like Embiid a lot. I thought that you didn't. I thought I thought he. I didn't like it first. I thought he was too busy. Uh, he wasn't taking it seriously, and he would be the first to say that. Yeah. I give him a ton of credit. He pulled it together. He plays. He was playing every other game yeah. early on. Mm-hmm. And it's because he just had terrible conditioning, and like I know he was, they were doing game load management. Yeah, but no, I love that it's his team. Look, I'm a huge Ben Simmons fan. Everybody knows it. I like Ben Simmons. I like Bill Simmons. Right. I like Gene Simmons. Right. I like the other Gene Simmons. The right. The, the late act actress. Right. Um, Richard, you said Richard that right. Simmons, of course. I like uh, Phil Sim. Phil Sims. Sims. Yeah, man. right. And uh, yeah, I love all the Simmons. I'm always my heart's always going to be with Ben Simmons. I feel like the best thing the Sixers did was pick Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. I thought that was a really canny move. It was a great move when he was like he. Mad that I don't play hard. 
And they're just like, we'll get him out of here. Don't worry. Right. Get rid of Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler, he's an NBA player who the close, if you're not a basketball fan, the closest thing I can compare him, the closest person I could compare him to would be one of the drill sergeants from the Jenny Jones show who used to take on <laughs> like troubled teens. And he was like, I'll straighten your kid out. Like, get your act together. What do you yeah. Know? yeah. Like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> right. He's like, you you shape up. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Jimmy Butler is <laughs> the sports equivalent of one of those drill sergeants. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I like the Sixers. Are they going to win? There's a good chance the Sixers go to the finals. You think? Year. You think? Well, who do they play in the next round? They're going to have to play the Celtics. And they have a tough time at the Celtics. And I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're on basketball right now. I had a dream to either talk basketball with you or Eddie Trunk. Oh, well, get ready. <laughs> we're going to squeeze both of them in real fast. <laughs> okay. Sixers play the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Sixers, Sixers are peaking. Celtics peaked early. Celtics are slightly on fumes. Mm-hmm. Sixers are getting their groove. I would give the advantage to the Sixers in that series, which then moves them to the ECF, Eastern Conference Finals, which would mean they would square off against either the Knicks or the Cavs mm-hmm. or the Heat or the Bucks. Heat or the Bucks. This is my dream. Knicks beat the Cavs. They lost today. I knew they were going to lose. We just got to, Knicks just got to get one. They just needed to get one on the road. They mm-hmm. got it. They're leaving their one and one. That's the stole home court advantage. Knicks beat the Cavs, hopefully. Then it's Knicks versus Heat or Bucks. Giannis. Gotta see how healthy Giannis is. If y- I never root for injuries. Never root for injuries. Mm-mm. If Giannis is hurt though, then there's a they there's a chance the Heat could run. Absolutely. And if it's Knicks Heat. Then, baby, we're looking at Knicks, <laughs> Knicks Sixers Knicks in the Sixers. Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think it's going to happen. But there is a the, way. There's, there's a, a there's clear a... path for it. I think the Knicks go out in the second round because I think it's going to be the Bucks, regardless. And if the Knicks do get out of the first round, I think they go out in the second round. They weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs no. this year. It's all gravy mm-hmm. for Knicks fans. The West, help me, help me figure this out now. Mm-hmm. Clippers are going to beat the Suns. Mm-hmm. They played it. They play tonight. Did they play tonight? What's the Clippers are down forty? I'm just like talking like a big shot, right? Um, I say Clippers beat the Suns. I think Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Grizzlies mm-hmm. are cooked. Yep. Um, yeah, I think the Clippers might be losing tonight, but it's not about again, right? They leave with the they leave with the the split. I think they're going to light the beam, or do you think that Curry can you can you? No, no. So 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 we Clippers. I'm going to pick Clippers over Suns, even though that's the dark horse choice. I'm still going with it. I don't believe in the Suns because um, the Suns played their best possible game the other night and didn't win. So they're and that was at home. Lakers, Grizzlies. I'm ta- I'm saying Lakers go on. Grizzlies blew it this year. What a what a flop of a season for a team that great. Right. And Flea's going to be happy about that series. Flea will be happy yes. about that series. Then we're talking Kings, 
Warriors, Kings are going to knock the war. Warriors are not winning that series. They're done. Warriors are cooked. Draymond Green can eat it hard forever. Um, and what's the other series would be Nuggets, Timberwolves. That's Nuggets all the way. Mm-hmm. So then we're talking the Nuggets play who then? Nuggets would play the 4-5, which would be what now? Which one's the 4-5 in the West? I'm not as good at the West right now offhand. They would be the Lakers, four, five wouldn't it? The West is uh, it's Phoenix and Clippers. Okay. Either which way, Nuggets move to the Western Conference Finals against the Clippers or the Suns, and then the other series would be Lakers against who? Do Lakers be? Who's the other team? Why am I missing the other one? Oh, it would be Lakers Kings. Kings beat the Lakers. Kings are going to the Western Conference Finals, in my opinion. Kings are exciting. So now you're talking Kings Nuggets. That's a coin flip. I'm telling you, Nuggets could do Eastern Western Conference Finals. Nuggets could fall apart. Never trust the Nuggets to go all the way. Sorry, Kings are flying high. I'm saying Kings in the finals. I'm going to say it's Kings Sixers. Sixers. Go and beat. And then I think the Sixers win the title. Come on. Yeah. Right here on the yeah. bet show. Right there. That's my prediction. Mark it down. So Eddie Trunk now. What do you want to know about Eddie Trunk? Well, the real question is, is that if Eddie's Rangers were going up against his Golden Knights, you know, like in hockey, like if the Rangers and the Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights, uh-huh. got into the Stanley Cup Finals, I mean, because he, he has a second house in Vegas. He'd go with the Rangers. Okay. I think he'd go with the Rangers. But he does have a second home in Vegas. He does have a second home in Vegas. I'm fully aware of that, Pat. I listen enough to Eddie Trunk to know all about his second home in Vegas, that John Five lives down the road. <laughs> John Five. I don't need to hear any more about did you find? Did you hear what happened last week, though, or a couple Molly days ago? Crew story. No, not the cruise story. What's that? He he had a he had a show. He was playing in Jersey. John Five did. No, Eddie. He was doing like oh, he was doing a spoken word thing. Spoken word thing. Didn't uh, low ticket sales <gasps> canceled? Didn't tell no. anybody. People were showing up to the door. Where is he? And Eddie's didn't in, didn't announce it. Well, that sucks. In his own state, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, you blew it. Sorry, buddy. He blew it. Um, Matt Finnerty, what a treat. You come back anytime you want. You call in anytime you want. I might not put you on the air. (laughs) I might not pick up. Anytime you want, you call up. No, seriously, it was great having you here. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. And let's play something on the way out. We're going to keep it going. Hey, we- hey, Tom. Yeah. Can we do a plug real quick before we get out of here? And I, it'll that. it'll seg into next week's show. What's that? Um, eyelids at Gold Diggers LA. If you're in the Los Angeles area, come out to Gold Diggers Sunday night. It's Eyelids with Peter Buck from REM, Elf Freedom, and uh, and uh, myself. And uh, what did you call him? Greg Glorglock? No, no, you have Jeff Gorlock I, oh, as your good. guy. I have you Gorf, have Gorf, Gorf, <laughs> Gorf Gorflock as my guy. We're emceeing as uh, 108.9 The Hawk DJs. And so, then next, and that's this Sunday night, 7 p.m., Gold Diggers in Los Angeles. And I just want to say, this Sunday, you go see Jason Gore and, and Jeff Gorlock. They're doing the Hawk thing. They're hosting the night. You go, you see eyelids with Peter Buck playing. I'm just going to say this. 
You leave. Don't even. Jason's not going to talk to you. So don't even try to talk to him. <laughs> he doesn't like the fans. Yeah, don't look at me. Don't look at him. Yeah. Only look at him on stage. Yes. Jason has a hard and fast rule. Never, if your head is directly at his, you do not make eye contact. Mm-mm. If he is above you on a stage, you may look at him. But check that out this Sunday if you're in Los Angeles. And everybody, we'll be back next week. Great show next week. Eyelids live in studio. Peter Buck, get ready. Going out one more time. We played him last week. We're playing him this week. Jay Dilla. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.